Blog Talk Radio. Lighthouse. I be summer slicking, heavy dicking, pretty women, wrinkled linen, drinking champagne, Corbell sipping. We stay afoot, caught you slipping, caught your women, they gon' fall through. Hit my phone up, they don't call you, use a weirdo, we be popping. You got one bitch, we got options, take them shopping. Christian loopies, filming movies, iPhone cameras, we got hammers, toolies on. On deck, we be on set. Herbal Pyrex, cooking teas up. Clients meet us, exchange current. Words be slurring, vision blurry. Faster money comes in a hurry. Don't you worry, we the masters. Built this whole shit, architected. Talking reckless, on the record, for the record. Records reflected, we well respected. Gnostic stories, guts and glory. Popping hammers, more 40s, please excuse the Jewish Uzi, Munich niggas, Mosat movies. Oh, I scoop me, you can't fool me, you fugazi, like your Gucci, ritualistic, Moorish mystics, move like Sufis, holding biscuits, toting toolies, so explicit, but clean ass whistles, don't get it twisted, the perfect mixture, the perfect picture, immortalized portraits, and perfect niggas, with so much vigor, and fortified efforts, to be them victors when they roll them credits, to end this movie, Gnostic stories, Guts and glories, Mozart Moolies, Sosa school me, you can't fool me, too much jewelry, emeralds, rubies, lap lazuli, like that ooey, pass that doobie, you should do you, cause you can't do me, don't count my luchi, please excuse me, I got this shorty, Gnostic stories, guts and glories, poppin' hammers, Moorish 40s, please excuse the Jewish Uzi, Munich nigga, Mozart Moolies. Decode hip-hop, student of a black dot, Jews on Marcy, Friday to Sunday, nigga get arrested, pigs in a hallway, hood in a frenzy, electronic cold, Z's with the breezy, finishing the game, three-point J's, trying to debate me, first 48 me, point you out in pictures, now you in the papers, judges are racist, quoting all these cases, primas in the faces, I've been trying to tell you, been trying to lace ya, Michael to the Jackson, human to the nature, why, why, do you rap that way, clap that way, talk that way, DMC, nigga walk this way, run to the drama, K to the sleigh, pin to the grams, L to the bass, Mary Jane girls hologram Rick James, got me shook up, shook up, shook she up. said I swim good in the ocean, and that you eat French with emotion, God of pollution, hate my solution, blind as a bat, can't see a nigga's movement, what I'm in tune with, all you got is rumors, I like to use them, all of y'all is pussy, dick your solution, black Illuminati, I'ma catch a body, Biggie right beside me, Chris is up in heaven, Gemini, Scorpio, 9 my 11, build me a tower, all cause of sour, minus the flower, Tony Montana had the guards taking powder, box up, rocked up, locking out for showers, Machiavelli powers, made him in the haters, legends in the greatest, regrets with the gators, a little bit of Gotti, goddess with a shoddy, 
Guinness in the 40, guts in the glory, popping hammers, Moorish 40, bleed excuse the Jewish Uzi, Munich niggas, finish the outro. I see niggas when it's paltro. This that life that you ain't bout ho. New York boosters, Cali shooters. This the age of Cali Yuga, Freddy Krueger, dreams and nightmares, pops of mushrooms, travel light years, thought I told ya, Moorish nobles, Brooklyn finest, Turkish pirates, sick you for that, working pyrex, we have spooks who work at night next, we spin scriptures, Tris McGisters, Twisted Sisters, in that ghetto, Play with metal, raised by alchemists, play that window on that Malcolm shit. Moorish mystics, Kabbalistics, cross promotions across the ocean. Miss the train like you lost your tokens. What I'm smoking, thought provoking, sparking memories, the darker Hennessy, darkened energy. Last supper at the sparks with Genevieve, double park getting sparked like Kennedy. Two things, we let it bark Yosemite, all my soldiers. Left this earth with guns a-blazing The end of glory, end of story Late 90s, Tim's and Maury's Then they brought the bins before me Bigger hotties, bigger bodies Nine, six before big got bodies Nazi story, guts and glory Poppin' hammers, Morris 40s Please excuse us, Jewish Uzi's Unique niggas, Mossad Moolies Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is No The Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, okay? Thank you. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red Pill, okay, family? Please give me a minute. I'm just getting back in from an acupuncture session over at Nicholas. Shout out to Makita Judge. Kafunia and uh, Empress Jamila, you know, they got that clinic over there, and I definitely was in need of a session, so I am en route to my computer, you know, got that 4G though, I can actually host this thing on this 4G, I ain't pulled a chat up on the 4G yet, but let me see what we get in a minute, I'll be there at the computer. Shout out to everybody who is joining us tonight. Uh, again, I want to reiterate that I do have a new phone. I haven't been able to send the text blast out like I normally do, so we will be asking the assistance of the family to uh, tweet the fact that we are on the program tonight. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter, Instagram, the flyer. You know what I'm saying? Fly, it looks very provocative. You get what I'm saying? I'm sure it stops some people in their tracks. So get the information out there. Let them know that we're rocking out tonight. KTL Radio, Fear the Black Illuminati Part 3. You already know. Yes, sir. Right. Peace to already. the family. Already. Peace to the family. Peace to the universe. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best, all right? It's your brother, Red Pill, reporting live from the MIA, yo, where everybody's face is tense. You know what I mean? 
everybody's the calm before the storm out here. Everybody nervous. Everybody's on pins and needles. You know, that game six is on, you know? Hello, you there? <laughs> nah, really. Yes, indeed. I understand the intensity of the nervousness going on out here. You know, oh, but I already know. Uh, we're reporting live and direct. We just finished a fashion show. Shout out to the Precision Barber Club. Shout out to DJ Five Vibes. Hold on. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Shout out to um my sister uh Nick Nick. You know what I mean? Uh sister who is um an avid listener to KTL. She definitely she definitely made this all possible. You know what I mean? Sister Neek. She um uh, brought us on board to officially um launch our first fashion show, okay? Out here in the MIA. Yo. Who who's so, we talking about? Well, it was King County. Yeah, King County. Okay. Another clothing line named Fit for Kings. Another clothing line named Undercast. And a okay. stylist, a young sister, who um, she had the brothers looking casket fresh. Not museum, but museum, not museum. We was museum fresh. She had some brothers looking casket fresh with the linen suits and all of that. You know, the hard bottoms and whatnot. So, um... Okay. You know, we uh we got to yeah, we got to display our wares, we got to display our clothing lines to um a room full of uh brothers and sisters. Shout out to my queen, Nefa uh Nubia Peacock. She was in the building, she's in the building as well. And um this um this barber club is uh it's not a barber shop, it's an actual barber club, all right, that is a membership club. It sell they sell clothing within the store. Um, you know, they had wine tasting and all kinda of other uh things of that nature. The mayor was here for the ribbon cut for the ribbon cutting, the mayor of Miami Shores. So, you know, they 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 they're they're very well accepted in the community, you know what I'm saying? I feel honored to be a part of um, you know, their movement and whatnot. So That's a brilliant you know, concept, you know? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because ever so often, you know, we're so familiar with the regular barbershop. You know, shout out to all of my brothers and sisters who are part of that barbershop business. But, um, you know, this is actually an improvement upon that. This is a step above. You know, very professional, right? Right, right, um, Fire? Very, you know what I'm saying? Very upper echelon. And, um, you know, the clothing lines that were represented tonight, uh, the young. We had a 14-year-old who was the founder and designer for the under undercast. Okay, so it's borrowing off the theme of starting from the bottom. Okay, and uh, one of the designs was uh, started with undercast, then it was underclass, then it's middle class, then it's upper class. Okay, but then right after that you have fit for kings. All right, and that clothing line was. Um, the brother who is uh, the designer founder of that clothing line, he goes by the name of Osiris. And it was comedic themed. They had a tut motif, the King Tut motif, throne motif. And then you have Kings County, of course. We represent the same thing, which is royalty and upper echelon and returning to your greatness. So, you know, the whole dichotomy of the undercast 
all the way starting from the bottom to the top. Now, you know, <laughs> and it played out very well. It played out very well. So um, I definitely want to salute everybody who was a part of this uh, presentation tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good, though. Well, like I said, I'm just coming from that uh, that good acupuncture treatment. Shout out to uh, Makita Judge. Shout out to Monique, Nicholas Bookstore, Kafunia. You know, it was uh, something that I, I definitely needed. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I recommend acupuncture to everyone, you know. Yes, I do as well. It's definitely, definitely helpful to tap into those meridians, clear those meridians, get the energy flowing. You know, I, um, back in New York, just, just juggling a lot. I, I told somebody the other day, I'm juggling crystal bowls. You know what I'm saying? Juggling mm-hmm. crystal bowls. I got a lot of things on my plate. I'm making some beautiful music, but those crystal bowls are very delicate, you know, and I don't want to drop any bowls and, and make that a, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, that distortion. You know, I want to keep it. I want to keep it resonating beautifully. You feel me? Indeed, indeed. So I gotta, I gotta always make sure that those meridians are open and flowing. You know, back on my qigong, my breath work, my fitness regimen. You know, New York is a beautiful place. I'm loving it. You know, not 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 always the most beautiful people out here, but it's still a beautiful place nonetheless. Nonetheless, you know, I, I'm taking a shot. I just noticed, like, especially coming back this time, like New Yorkers are rude, and I know that that's mm-hmm. always been said about them. That that's a stigma that they've carried throughout the years. But being a New Yorker, I probably couldn't see it as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When, when, you, when, you when, yeah, when you when you're the gum on the bottom of the sole or the tar on the tire, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to really see the tire spinning. You gotta get up off that tire, step back and be like, Oh, okay. So yeah, you know. People just rude out here. They don't offer no health services or nothing. Like I could be pulling a hundred pound uh a cooler up the stairs or what have you. People just walk you right by you. Yeah, you, you could be, you you could have a baby carriage. You know, I, I would oh, yeah. I've witnessed yeah. that when I was uh, yeah, when the mayor was a baby. I had strollers, bags, shopping carts at the same time, and, and people would just walk by, like push me out of the way. You know. Yeah, yeah that's that's the New York stage. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta love it. I still love my people. I'm here for him. I'm, I'm here for them. I'm doing the work. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Talk about that lecture on Sunday. Blue, you with us? Blue. Such as on yeah. 4G. <laughs> you don't hear me? Nah. Such as on 4G. You said you don't hear me or you do hear me now? I hear you now. You need to turn it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was though. holding the phone a certain way. I probably was covering the speaker or what have you. I do apologize. 
like I said, you know, hundreds of people converged on the National Black Theater this past weekend, Sunday in particular. There were a lot of events going on in the city. That day was the day commemorating Father's Day. So, you know, there was a plethora of things taking place. Uh, but right here, or right up in um, Harlem, New York, Phil Valentine and Queen of Fools shared the stage for the first time in 25 years. That within itself was monumental. Queen of Fool opened up with a very powerful um, presentation dealing with the art of separation, okay, because there's an art to everything in life, you know what I'm saying? Everything in life has a, a distinct, tactful way of approaching certain things where you could bring forth harmony. So she spoke of her experience and her three different separations, okay, and what she has done to maintain a level of sanity, uh, a level of decorum where there's respect between her and her, um, you know, her past mates or what have you. And she also spoke candidly about some of the things that were not working because certain levels of work weren't applied and what could be done to bring yourself back to the center, you know, where this person is not an enemy of yours for the rest of your life. Because these people that are in our lives that we part ways with, you know, when you when you engage somebody, you engage part of the community almost because that's what they bring with them. You meet their friends, you meet their family, you meet their children, you know, you share their dreams. You see what I'm saying? And when when that's severed, you know what I'm saying, what happens to those things? Are those things also sacrificed? Are your relationships with their friends and their family and the work that you have done or the work that you have planned? So all of this requires a level of management that unqualified people are unqualified for. We were not taught these things, you know, but luckily we have people in our community such as Queen of Fua who are like conduits to that ancient memory, that ancient information the way that things were done in the past by the elders, the way that they were done correctly and harmoniously. So I, I give thanks that she was there to bring forth that message. And she had um, her dancers with her, you know, beautiful sisters that brought a uh, spirit over that venue. It was just divine. They did the, um, the I believe it was the Hat Haru dancers, and uh, they, they were handing out, some of her concoctions, you know, some of the drinks she makes with the mud and everything. It was pulling things up out of people. People were catching the ghosts up in there. Me, myself, I had to walk up out of I had to take a walk because it had me on my feet. You know, I felt like I was sparring or something. High energy, you know. So, nah, I, I, I give thanks for everything that she brought forth, because I've seen her demonstrate on more than one occasion where this sister has the ability to heal the masses, okay, simultaneously at once. She gives a sermon that is, you know, the words that she's speaking, the, the, the visions that she's portraying, the energy that she's releasing are all healing. So it just operates like a wave over the crowd and it touches different people in different places at different times. But she is the truth. She is a healer. She is on her path, on her life's journey. 
doing what's necessary, and she is qualified. She's qualified to deal with the people, okay? So that's what sis brought forth, or the queen for that matter. I apologize. And um, immediately after that, okay, and shout out to all of the family that showed up in the multitudes, a lot of KTL listeners. I got to meet a lot of people, shake a lot of hands, you know, look the family in their eyes, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm skeptical at this point when they be like, good job, man, you you doing your thing, keep rocking. <laughs> the people that give you the most compliments, that's the ones that be having the sharpest swords in the end. So, you know, I appreciate appreciation, but at the same time, because of my experiences, I'm very skeptical of people that are over-appreciative because often those are the ones that don't know how to control what's really resentment or animosity or jealousy or other types of things, you know what I'm saying, the weirdos. So, but I didn't see any weirdos. I looked at people's pupils or what have you, and there was a lot of generosity in them. And as people were speaking from their heart, and, you know, they got an opportunity to, to be introduced to that seven heaven. They was lined up to get that, that seven heaven experience, you know, so they could really become part of this KTL family. Yeah, so. I saw, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw your Instagram pic of your, uh, of your cooler. Of your cooler. Yeah, Even, yeah. Uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to PT, uh, <laughs> Sister Patrice. She was hitting me on Facebook like, stop teasing me, bruh. You know what I mean? Stop teasing me. I was like, I'm teasing myself too. I, I'm, I'm not even there getting some of that. You know? Yeah, that thing, uh, that thing was heavy. You know, my chocolate was tasting like frappuccino this weekend. You feel me? I had um, I had like a green monster spirulina and moringa and a green mix. It was really, you know, it was a really exciting time to be returning on a high note such as that, just to see the family. Get opportunity to feed the family, um, you know. Getting get an opportunity to feed so many children. I met this this ten year old. He got a CD out. You feel me? Like he had his whole movement put together. You feel me? Like you know, it, it, it just it was a wonderful day. So you know, you know, was his name Amir? Came for, huh? Was his name Amir? Um, it might. Have, I got a CD around here. Yeah, because you know his mother. You know his mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shorty got his thing together, and I had to no support doubt. that. So afterwards, uh, Rev came out, did a dedication to Bobby Hemet. Okay. Shout out to Bobby Hemmings. Shout out to my brother S. King Reyes. He was in the building. What? Yeah, yeah. They brought out S. K. You know. S. K. Came out. Wow. Uh, came out. He made a he made a rare appearance in New York City. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's been going just about as long as Phil. So, you know, Phil came forth like I said, and um, he began out by building up to what the original title of the presentation was. And then, you know, he switched up on him. You know what I'm saying? Switched up on him. Yeah. And then he segued into what he was going to be explaining by first dealing with 
the loss of Malcolm X's grandson, our brother um, Malcolm Shabazz. You know, may he rest with the angels. And then he segued into his segment of his presentation. He decided not to do what he originally had planned to do, which was subtitled, I forget the long title, but it was dealing with fear-based programming. Um, you know, and I was excited for that based on what Lyndon Arnon had brought forth on the program. I was like, oh, he's going to build on this. I'm really, really, really going to get a grasp because that brother's the first one to open my eyes to the 9-11 trauma program when, you know, he came forth and drops his lecture. And shout out to A.A. Rashid. He pushed the book out that explained Kabbalistically what was taking place, you know, when he was, he was breaking down the Shekinah and, and just a lot of other things, you know, Valentine was on it back then. But he decided to divert and speak about his continuing thread dealing with the um, the origins of one Barack Hussein Obama. And he had some very compelling evidence to bolster his argument that there was um, uh, parents, you know, Obama's parents were not the ones designated as his parents, he, he he showed all of the high security, uh, the surrounding, all of his documentation, you know, school records and birth records, just pretty much, you know, taking what the birthers and, and the rest of the people that have been on Obama's case, taking it to another level by adding another layer to it and adding on to his growing meme, you know, which will be part of his legacy, and that's, you know, chasing down Barry out. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Um, he yeah. also ended his presentation by claiming that um, Israel had dropped three nuclear bombs on Syria a few weeks ago, and it's being underreported. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, Russia is telling Israel that they're going to put the beats on them. And all of a sudden, you know, you see all these pictures in the paper with the president, <clears throat> with Obama and um and Vladimir Putin, and they, they definitely look like they're at an impasse, like they can't come to no conclusion as to what they're talking about or what they're doing. My thing is this, um, you know, we're in a different time. We're in a different place. And... You know, I, I personally, I just require a different level of information for what it is that I'm doing and where I want to go with it. You know what I'm saying? So, albeit while it was a strong presentation and it was a lot yeah. of information pertaining to that particular angle, you know, I need, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted the metaphysics that I'm used to hearing from the good doc, the words and shit that I can't pronounce. You know, when you go to sleep, you start hearing them repeating in the back of your head. And you're like, put it in a sentence. Yeah, those. Indeed. But no doubt. So a lot of new faces, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of energy that um is tapping into this information stream. You know, people came out to see Phil. 
He's very well missed in New York. I wasn't there Saturday. I suspect that, you know, he did more of the metaphysics on Saturday because I heard resoundingly that he totally, totally went in and blew the roof off. He did. So hopefully if anybody was there, they might be able to call in tonight and lend support to what we're talking about. You dig? But, yeah, there was that. No doubt. And um, what was yeah. interesting that I that I saw was the next day on Yahoo.com, they, uh, interested, interestingly enough, they uh, had uh, artists, an uh, artist rendition of famous people and um, iconic historical figures, and he morphed the faces of these people together. And the first one that he did was Barack Obama and Malcolm X. You know, so that was very interesting. I would like to say that that's the great divine speaking of signs because what it did is simultaneously it aroused the suspicions and it planted the seeds in millions of unsuspecting minds that, you know, were not at the lecture, had had nothing, you know, it, it 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 actually you know planted these seeds in in, in, the, yeah. in the um group consciousness. But my thing is this: like, I don't think that that's a meme that should be ignored because it could be the catalyst to a lot of things that will be taking place in this particular country that is going to change how people live in this country. Period. Okay, because when if if and when that news becomes substantiated. You know, and the people that are already on pause and ready, you know what I'm saying, just waiting for the go. They're just waiting for the signal. They're just waiting for the reason to get ugly, to bring the White House down. You know, they're going to run. They're going to run with that. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its merit. And anything that I think that, you know, the good doctor chooses to put his energy on, you're going to see you know, the, the magical ramifications of that manifesting itself in society someplace, somehow. You know, that's just who we are at this particular time. You know, and that's who he's been. Um, I just want to hear that lecture he had prepared. You feel me? So let's send a petition around family or something, see if he can live stream that so we can still get that info. You know what I mean? I want that info. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to change the fact that I'm seeing uh, melanated, carbonated men walk all around New York City with Superman shirts on. You, you, you dig? Uh-huh. What's wrong with that? I'm just saying, you know, that they don't have a firm grip on, on what it is that that stands for. They're just promoting white supremacy, you know, Enough of the idolizing of cartoon characters. You know, we're, what about the work to actually unlock the superhero in you? Like, where's the focus on that? Where's those T-shirts? And I guess, as always, right, those people just are in the dark doing the work and we're not seeing them. So, you know, let me stop pissing off the bridge. I'll just leave it alone. But, yeah. Yeah, KT, the off degree is coming with that Dakota 2 family. Trust that. Superman Dakota is on the way. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. 
We have to ask now, Mark, though. Let's go. Hello? No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I'm here. I didn't get to go out and see that movie, but I'm hearing a lot of feedback. I'm getting, I'm hearing a lot of, uh, you know, KT basically uh, gave it a resounding, even even Umi gave it a resounding thumbs up and, um, you know, almost demanded that I go out and see it. So I'm going to make, I'm going to make a, a date on the calendar yeah, I don't, I don't doubt one minute that it's an excellent film or it's one of them joints. I just want, you know, let's just get a grasp on this shit once and for all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But we passed the half an hour, Mark. What's good? Oh, let's go ahead and do this. Let's get this thing popping. You know what I mean? Um, for the family that's out there, <clears throat> stay tuned for our Friday show. Uh, we're going to be bringing forth the child prodigy, Autumn Ashanti, and her father, Baba Ashanti, okay? Autumn Ashanti, this is going to be following, carrying on the tradition of what we uh, presented forth with Rock Ben and his Kickstarter fundraising crowdfunding, crowdsourcing campaign. And we're actually going ahead and um, continue to carry on that tradition with Autumn Ashanti and her crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, uh, GoFundMe campaign for her, um, her education, all right? So please, family, join us on Friday for that show. It's going to be monumental. We have a lot of information that both the uh, Baba Ashanti and Autumn Ashanti will be sharing with us. All right? So let's go ahead and get this show started tonight. If you want to do the honors, brother. Before we do that, let me announce real quick, real quick, like I got to let the family know this Saturday this coming Saturday, 622, okay? 622, June 22nd, 2013. The Blue Pill will be in Houston, Texas, all right? Yeah. At the Kepper Bookstore, Mountain Luther King Boulevard, and I will be presenting a monumental lecture called What the Hell Did They Put in My Hip Hop? You know, I would like to think that this is an extension of groundwork that we've laid with Blueprint 322. You know what I'm saying? I'll be lending from a lot of themes that we visited during that lecture because those themes have now currently popped up. You know, everywhere you look, you see Rick Rubin, the architect. He's back on the scene. Oh, he's back in a big way. You know what I'm saying? In a real big way. He's, they got him above the top dogs. Like, they carrying his ass, like, you know, he looking like um, Albert Pike, Pike Cracker, you know, but, you know, they basically giving him hand jobs on TV, like, you know what I'm saying? So, 
you know, that's interesting that he's come full circle. So yes, yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Forty eight twenty two MLK Boulevard family. Lecture starts at five and ends at eight thirty. After party is from ten PM until okay. What the hell are they putting in my hip hop? The untold southern roots of hip hop music. What are ELF waves, sound vibrations, frequency chemtrails, mind control, all of that good stuff. We're going to touch on it, plus so much more. Y'all already know we're going to be tipping on four fours out there, so let's make it happen, y'all. All right? Houston family, spread the word. Let's do it. B.I.G. in Texas. You heard? All right. Let's do it. All right. You want you want to read the um, description? Not much. Um, you can. I'm not in front of it right now. All right. I family. Okay. Tonight, special guest A. Rashid is going to speak very candidly and scientifically tonight on power. Hold on. Need I say more? So, no one without any further ado, call it from the three one zero. Hey, we will create. A whole, we will create a holy matriarchal bloodline, which will be a living covenant and repository for our holy doctrine, our secret teachings shall course through the veins of all who are of this lineage. We will resurrect the God-man who will lead this world. Nothing is more important than this. Man is not bad. Man is not bad except as he is made so by arbitrary morality. He is bad because religion, the state, and bad examples pervert him. And bad examples pervert him. When at last reason becomes the religion of man, then will the problem be solved. Legend. <laughs> I am I am a brother to a brother who is a crown of richness to our home. I am a brother to a brother who seeks the wisdom and counsel of our righteous instructors. I am a brother to a brother who perceives the words of understanding. I am a brother to a brother whose mercy exalts our home to lofty heights. I am a brother to a brother who asserts his mastery with might. I am a brother to a brother whose will to sacrifice redeems our home. I am a brother to a brother whose mind forever forever contemplates our victory. Now, I just read notes that I composed when I was in a cage. And I used to I used to have a network of people that I used to write letters to and you and your brother were recipients of those letters and I used to write like I was uh on the Isle of Patmos as a apostle of sorts and I used to already see you and your brother as gods and I felt writing you in the way that God would speak, and you could look at the letters. We were we were speaking on a higher plane, 
because, you know, your brother was there contemplating because I was forced to human nature. So I had to galvanize through several years a method of being able to navigate through New York City's uh, refuse, the what, what sociologists would call the social junk, and they also have what's called social dynamite. However, social junk and social dynamite meet at the same place in prison. So that which was not nurtured as social junk becomes a bum, a derelict, Social dynamite becomes a gangster, killer, a revolutionary. In prison, mm-hmm. they come together. Social junk one day opens up to a great mystery and becomes social dynamite. So, therefore, the highest level of intelligence and and this preoccupation of mine and looking for power is that might and the ability to act on one's own imperatives is the most godlike of all characters. Hesitation in this instance, if we were to juxtapose the biblical duplicities upon this subject, would be the devil. Hesitation would be the devil, and anything devilish brings illness, disease, and death. Therefore, what we just set forth without playing, without going back and forth, is simply an ideology. And we're setting the stage, and we're setting a platform for us to uh, have this dialogue. This is a very important one. And it broaches into the realm of science. And first, I'm being actually rude. I must thank my brother, Polite. Get the bombs ready for the, for the God. Polite is the young man who I, I, I say that we always wanted to be like when we were younger than he was. And he is the one who is bringing me to Chicago, Illinois, to 11,000 Western Avenue. I have the uh, information as we build up closer to the event on 7-21-13. Shout out to my brother Siddiqui Bakari here in Los Angeles who just had a beautiful baby girl. Uh, give him warm love and, and, and prayers. That is my brother, a very loyal personage and a very instrumental person in my integration into the uh, community here in Los Angeles. That brother yes, and I are doing a lecture. Wife. On, that's right, Sister Shea. And we are here on, and we will be at the Karash Unity Center. Shout out to the entire family there on 7 14. Shout out to Rev, beautiful wife. 2013. That's right, the family there. So, Brother Polite is a legend. Brother is about what he say about, and the brother, uh, 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 honors the work of those who honor the work of relationships. And when we speak about relationships and we speak about freedoms that we would all would like to participate in, you can't have freedom until you have a union of sorts. And the only union that you can have with the universe is through language and therefore sound. Sound is akin to the electron that comes out of photons when they when they move the smash together. It didn't exist oh, on, in there on. before. <laughs> this goes exactly with my studies for my lecture. Give me one second. You said the elect oh man. Yeah, the electron is the same thing uh, uh, as sound. It, 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 it's the uh, it, it, it's it's what happens after you create. It's what happens after the medium operates between both dimensions because technically music defies the entire 
logic of what science is or what they're saying is possible because you have two things that now exist at the same time on one plane and they can't explain where it actually exists at. So music is the ability to go in between not only those different spectrums of sound and music, but the bars as well, the 4-4 count, you know, on the whole beat All you have to go to is the as the after effects, the post-event of light. The post-event of light is geometry that is found inside of plant life, how plant life grows, how fruit coalesces at its core, how nuts are crafted. They give us the indicate how the brain and cortexes are put together. There's always something in the middle of something. There's always a mystery in the center of things. We do not have the fruit on the outside of things. There are kingdoms, animal kingdoms that choose to place their shell, their protectorate, their skeleton on the outside as opposed to the inside. Now, those are similitudes for those of us who have ventured into the realm of being symbol literate. You have to put down your normal linguistic lingo or how you speak. You almost have to dump it down. You almost have to get ebonic with it. And I'm telling you, that's the only way that I have been able to maintain what little bit of Sanity that I know is left for people who was born in my era and have been through the similar experiences that I have been through. The only way that I have been able to keep the sentient part of my psychology together is by having a system of factorization. I began a journey of using language in the form of linguistic imprinting to create solid relationships. People don't even know for the longest we have intentionally spoke to people and utilized key phrases in my dialogue to maintain our relationship. When I removed those phrases, I noticed the psychology and as well as the dynamic of the relationship change. Even if I have people and friends, I have home homies that they're not like, you know, you know, emotional like that. We don't have to speak for six or seven months, but we right back on track when I speak to them is because we communicate and speak solely about power. Our dynamic of our, of, 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 our, of, our, of our dialogue, it never speaks about the most evil and uh, awful thing, which is idleness. Idleness is, dis, is, is disgusting, and it's hypocritical for people who always want power to suggest that it could be uh, created in some form or fashion by doing nothing at all. So Islamically, let me speak about my Islamic background so you can get an undertaking of how my mind also is, is, is constructed. I come from an Islamic background, but from the very root of it, it comes from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and from the Chicago satellite from where I was born. And then through the transformation of my mother's consciousness and desire to achieve a higher uh, spectrum in her own personal journey of Islam, we ventured into Sufism, which was a uh, was it was a super leap. But if uh, but if you ever attain the ability to connect your experiences in life with the ethnographic language that all things are uh, are connected, you'll be able to see that. All things are the same in their own nature. So what we were given in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's 
uh, message of the black man is God in the financial system were the first imprints or what we might term stones or cornerstones for creating what it is that we're speaking about tonight, which is a fear of the black Illuminati. Now, I speak in four different languages and four different ways, but I all say it in English. And I don't speak Hebrew. I understand biblical Hebrew. Biblical Hebrew underlies an entire different spectrum of psychology. You can't say snow in biblical Hebrew and say it in today's Hebrew. You will confuse people and think that something else is going on, and you, I, I'll explain that at another time. Now, what is very interesting about my Islamic grasp on Judaic principles is that it was because of my learning that Jesus did not exist as a physical imprint. That's what made me shift my ideal concerning Islam and venture into the mystery of what is underlying the mystical interpretations of religion. And there I found that all religion is a tool used to dominate specific areas of the human biology. The male and female species of humanity, they are not understanding fully, cognizant. Those in the common in the modern world do not understand that they are addicted to love. And you are addicted to love because your human physiology has made a mandate that all things human, in fact, let's go to the animal kingdom, even animals are all in love and express love to one another. The only thing that makes a distinction between an animal and a human, however, the human can contemplate the innards of, of infinity, but one thing an animal won't do is an animal will not choose any mate. An animal will not choose any mate. Now, the animal also has up to eight or 18 different variables of how they go about actually making choices. Humans use emotions because their, their, their reptilian core of their brain is functions solely off of their emotional and visceral experiences. So now that we know that you can't help it but to love you can't help it but to be uh you can't help it but to be enamored in a sense of cathartic pleasure when you see things that are pleasing to the eyes. You cannot help it. Now, they have created a social construct where they have demonized the human experience and the human body in such a way that it has traumatized this area of the mind. So when I get to Chicago I'm going to be speaking, and this is after I present the uh, my presentation at the Karas Center that will be on how the ancestors are still incepted and in control with more detail. I will be coming to Chicago to give brothers and sisters like give it. I'm just giving. I'm giving you the game. I'm seriously giving you shelves to put all of those books that are called experiences in your life on because they never taught you how to think. No one ever taught you how to think. Only one thing, two things could teach you how to think. Only two things could teach you, three things could teach you how to think. Observation, mothers, and food. Those three things could teach you how to think. Now, now, in the human experience where we are trying to achieve power and statesmanship, 
who is there to teach us how to think as the African American? The African American is on the lowest strata in regards to emotional experiences and emotional connections to a higher deity because they don't have culture. Their culture has become an amalgamation of various offshoots and other cultures that uh that you know that that uplift the uh cultural experience of other people outside of their experience. And the reason why is because the African American experience is not canonized in a working myth because it does not have a language that is registered collectively in the psychology of everyone. So it is no, it is no uh, um, uh, a mystery that when you get around brothers who are either on the executive side or brothers who are real street who speak Creole, and they get around. I went to a, my man, my, my homie H from Flatbush invited me and Jelani to a party and we was the only people in a party that could not speak Creole, you heard? And it felt like we understood it, but at the end of the day, it felt like we wasn't at the same party, man, because we could not participate in the psychological and emotional experience that they were having. So the African-American does not have a language, but then I will go against what I just said and say he does have a language. He does have a language that speaks to the higher aspects of his psychology. He just forgot that shit and does not acknowledge it, but he's now going through the rising cusp of being a cultural junkie. Now, I did that when I was little. I was I was hard body karate with culture. You couldn't tell me nothing about when I was a single-digit age. I knew all of the heroes of the revolutions in all different parts of the world, knew about Patrice Lumumba, knew about the Congo, knew about everything. But what does that all have to say about developmental psychology when you go out into the world at large and the world at large doesn't affirm you emotionally based off of your doctrine? So the reason why we have to create a, or why everyone fears the African-American becoming a a force that is on the underskirts because we've already proven that external shows that we want to desire and be ambitious to be outspoken and be out there in the front. It has many casualties involved. And then we understand that we created a mystery system so that we could create a high-end ideal to supplant in the people's mind. And the, high, I, the highest idea that you can supplant in the people's mind is love. But you must coalesce love with the very thing that drives their nature. And the nature of man lies within the primal center of his psychology. It's in his limbic system. Now, they have a part of the brain which is very close to the limbic system. It's called the uh, fusiform gyrus. They call this the face of the brain. The fusiform gyrus is the part of the brain. And I'll be speaking about this in Chicago, and I'm going to be showing people, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, I'm going, I went into my notes. And in the beginning of the show, I was reading to you from my notes. From I've been having this dialogue for almost 10 years that I want to put the cornerstone for the articulate dialogue for how to achieve power during feudal times and how it should be conducted. You understand? Now, 
the part of warfare is creating a psychology within the people based off of a caste system. When Red Pill said that he had a fascist show, I said that is a that was a that was warlike. You heard that's pop, that's popping because it infuses into the people's psychology and in their emotional self that they are pomp and circumstance and they're about this world and this world is about them. You understand? That creates high-end culture. Then what has to go with that are uh, my curators and my artists who, who, are, who are artists. Artists, artists, stop bullshitting yourself. You got to go out there and promote your own art if you want people to like your art and if you really want your art to be presented and have an effect on human psychology, you need to indulge yourself in what human psychology is doing right now. And and what they're doing is everybody is going into what they really feel. And I'm going to tell you something. The reason why everybody wants to be a king right now and why it's all popping and what you brothers have done and set a pace. You said you started the yellow brick road with the with the commission uh, dialogue that got all the way up. Popping sun is because it takes like 4.4 million years to get here from the galactic center, my nigga. That 2012 light ain't even get here yet. Light is coming in 2016, and I told people in my first lecture that 2, 1, and 6 is a variable of an apocalyptic number which deals with 666. In fact, 216 is 6 times 6 times 6. And this speaks about the dimensionality of consciousness and how it separates and strides itself in equal distance in proportion to its intent. So, very interesting. I'm going to push right into the subject of what I'll be talking about. Wait, and, isn't 216 love? 216 is a host of things. It's also Gibora. And Gibora is where, Gibora, I'm glad you said that, because Gibora is where we get our might from. You cannot have a secret society if the secret society is not based off of a female principle. The female principle is justice. Female, the, the application of justice on the female side of the tree creates what is called change. You heard? It's drastic change. Yeah, so yeah. The, the systematic suppression of femininity has decreased the femininity within the men populace. Yeah, to traumatize the female populace has inadvertently cross-generationally over two, two generations have systematically made the kids even smaller physiologically because when I was... Uh, um, when I was like five, nigga, I looked like I was seven, and everybody around me, we was like, we was, we wasn't little kids. When I went to Rikers Island, when I was sixteen, that shit was, it was different than Spafford. Them niggas was grown men, and they were sixteen and seventeen. You heard, big, rocky, grown ass men. You heard, so it's a different genus right now from the level of trauma. So the way to address human development and human psychology is based off of creating a system of hierarchy which rests within the modality of pleasing female experience. The female experience is the doorway to the material realm. 
That's why she is synonymous with the soul. You can't separate the physical experience from the spiritual one. You can't be, I'm a spiritual person having a physical experience. This is what Brother Raku had, he pushed upon in my mind that I turned into a, 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 a queen, you heard, and won the game with this one because I, I took that and I looked, I said, yo, hold up. That is so dynamically experienced of what we have all the time. We are always trying to, with the dialogue and the lack of the dialogue about symbols, separating spirit from matter. But spirit cannot have any experience without matter, and matter comes with its pleasures. So we are addicted to love, and the point and the place where we are addicted to love is right there in the primal center. We need affirmation and we need to be told that we are beautiful, and this begins when we are children all the way to adulthood, all the way till we get to a point where that point, the fusiform gyrus is responsible. They call it the face of the brain because this is the part of the brain that when you look inside of the mirror, you can recognize yourself. Some people have a disorder that is comes from a head trauma and psychologists have written it off as, you know, when you cannot see yourself inside of a mirror, that's damage to the fusiform gyrus. It's, it's like diagnosing what's broken the phone. If the screen don't come on, it's certain circuitry at a certain part of the phone that dictates what's going on with it. So the face and your ability to identify yourself is the place of where you see God face to face. That is the place where the actual experience goes down. You heard the, the this experience called the now. So in Chicago, I have to show my brothers and sisters that how are we to put all of the chaos that occurs in our daily life together and make it a cohesive whole where we can control it, use it as a venue and an avenue to communicate and not only communicate, but distinguish ourselves from the herd. I have already made a pact with my homies here. I really don't do this. I better stop doing this. I get around. I get. I don't. I don't teach around um, um, people like regular people. Yeah, you, know? you would have to. You would have to bring me. You would have to bring me into a brother Rashid moment when I'm around niggas to get me. Sometimes I could look like a stone cold monkey. Depending on who I'm around, depending on who I'm around, and people used to be enamored in the anomaly of Gates Avenue. When I was on Gates Avenue, I used to be with the shooters every day. You know, coming through Gates, both of y'all know, staying over there, us filming, working, a pallet of the whole entire life of Bed Stuy used to come through there. Her. So yeah. you know that what we be around and they be seeing us going in, they be like, damn, these niggas is deep. But we had the dialogue. We was the lotus in this swamp in that experience. You know what I'm saying? But I have already made a pact where I say, yo, I'm not really going in on no deep shit around no monkeys, man. I'm not with it. You heard? All monkeys should remember their own story. All they got to do is tap the back of their head. You know what I'm saying? But everything ain't for everybody. And the thing that's missing from the game and the reason why I never give up my friends from the can and my friends from the street is that they don't give a fuck about what nobody say about you because they know you. My, my My new shit is this. 
I'm going to continue being who I am because I don't care, and those who love me and understand me don't care what those who have not been initiated into our psychology nor our dialogue understand. You understand? So a lot of people's lives are going to change because you're going to stop being you're going to stop, you're going to, once you adjust your psychology, you can adjust the way that you use your words and adjust the way words appear before you. Because we be sitting in people's face and people be telling all these different stories to all these different people and about all of these different things, but then when you ask them about themselves, they can't tell you nothing about themselves. And that's a very interesting dynamic of people's psychology. So I grade people. I have A, B, C, D, E, F, and G people. I got a homie that's one of the most brilliant and spiritual people that ever I've ever known. He taught me about loyalty. He's also a Scorpio. And he was a goon of the goons. This is the nigga that's in the he. They put him in the jail that's in the jail. You understand? And been through all of the same shit. DFY, Spoffit, Up Top, all of that. And this dude is one of the most humblest people in the world today and a father. But what keeps his mind intact is that he indulges himself in practice of martial arts. You heard? Martial arts. And every time we speak, he must integrate into our conversation how he would break a nigga's shit in half. You heard? Or how his training is making him so ill with it that he wants niggas to, he wants, he's looking to try his shit out. You understand? You, yeah. you feel me? That's, 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 that's what you get. Yeah, you like, all right, yeah. this is, yeah, I got to try it out. Exactly. So practice and practice and regimentation and ritual work on particular areas of your psychology and your mind. That's why they have a skittish routine in the military. The military can turn punks into lions. They can turn mice into men over a course of several um, um, uh, distinct traumatizations to their psychology by creating traumatic experiences and integrating within that experience new ideas. And then when you get into the military mind, you have a skittish mind. You begin to start seeing things that nobody else sees. You start fixing stuff that nobody else knew was broken. You heard? I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I would never leave a fallen comrade. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the enemies of the United States of America in close combat. Soldiers Code, I am a protector of the greatest nation on earth. Code of Conduct, I am fighting in the heroes which guard, I am fighting in the throes which guard my country and our way of life. I am prepared to give my life in their defense Loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. Now, this is the shit that they put in 20,000 people. 20,000 people, 20,000 people annually have this shit memorized in their psychology. And they have freed the rifle man's mind with respect to the nature of his targets. So, uh, you... I I have already created the dialogue and already created the full blueprint for the first step to even 
our future children having a cornerstone for them to create a secret world order or an honor to honor things which are old traditions. You heard? Shout out to all of the brothers who are Freemasons who understand and listen to the dialogue that we here have on the radio and put the spirituality into it because Freemasonry is a suppository of the secrets. It is the storehouse of those who will protect secrets during times where people are the most ignorant. So you can find the science within that which will always be demonized by those who are not initiated. As soon as I hear somebody speak negatively about Freemasonry, I put you in kindergarten in my psychology. You're a little baby. You're, and that's anybody. I don't care who you is. You could tell, you could inbox your little phrase teacher and tell them what I said or whatever. They are in kindergarten if they do not honor and respect not only the, and you better honor this government because this government was established on the back of African spirituality in the form of Moorish and, and Native American ideals and experiences, as well as an, a, an ecclesiastic use of biblical context. This shit started in 1066. Niggas' history is twisted. Niggas always talking about some shit that happened 400, 500 years ago. Let's go back to 1066 when when you was really when you was getting on ships by yourself, as black as you is right now, and you was doing what you used to do. If you could connect yourself back to your ancestors, what what's the break? What where is in your mind thinking that you wasn't a navigator of sorts, spiritually and or geographically or otherwise? In 1066. They had invaded uh, uh, Great Britain. Now, that's why Great Britain is called Britain, because it's called Beric Ein, because Beric Ein is covenant eye. And now you got an eye on your dollar, and everybody's demonizing the eye of, 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 of Ra and calling it something else. You changed the name of things during certain periods. You named Great Britain the very name of what you called your spiritual ideology when you were in Kim and in Ethiopia and the Sudan. You put an eye on the top of a pyramid in Britain, and you still run it. This is what we're going to be talking about is the Quran Center, how the ancestors is still in control. But this is the dialogue and the ideology for this black Illuminati. You've got to integrate all parts, all the parts of the experience. 1066, the Normans came there and didn't have no spiritual system. They brought Jews with them. They brought Jews with them that created a monetary system based off of contract because their God is a contract. It's a contraction. They acknowledge that God is a contraction. That's why they go and they rest on Saturday. That's part of the contract that they have with Saturn, which is the is the great contract of the great businessman. Is he not? <laughs> you know? So now here we go with uh, the acknowledgement of cycles makes us acknowledge the algorithm inclusive in all cycles. And if you're really paying attention to what I be doing, I put numbers in my phrases. And I put the number 32. I've been talking about the number 32 for about three years, purposely. Just putting it in people's minds, showing you it's in your mouth as your teeth, showing you that's how a blade of grass twists, showing you the 3-2 ratio is really the number five compounded, which is the five-pointed star of the the uh, the duat. 
that was represented by the five-pointed star. So now here comes the pilgrim. He goes, takes your symbol of Sarpy Dent and Shabda, and all those dudes who be putting up five-pointed stars and saying that them shits is evil, you in first grade. I ain't going to put you in kindergarten. I'm going to put you little niggas in first grade. You heard? Because all you doing is demonizing the story of uh, Asar and his brother Set. Because the number 72 is emblematic of what is going on within the five-pointed star, especially when you put a circle around it. You understand? So, I, you know, some people haven't had the privilege of being able to actually read for 10 years straight. You heard? So I have forgotten more shit than niggas even know. You feel me? And still got some shit that I ain't even tell nobody. You understand what I'm saying? So the 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 seventy two demons of Solomon, which is uh, when everybody's running around talking about they got some goetic magic and they got the the sixth and the seventh book of man, I got the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth book of Moses, man. I'm a magician. You heard? All you running around with is notes that somebody left on a boat probably, and somebody that ain't know what the fuck was going on, went home and started drawing them and putting his own interpretation on it. But all of it is sigilmancy and sigil magic that came from the minds of West Africans. Now, I have the privilege of being one. This is like I, I, I could call the bloodline, the female matriarch bloodline of the greatest spiritual body of Africans in West Coast and Western Africa besides the Marids, the Tijani. I, I, I'm and these people in their spirituality, in their spirituality, you always talk about you African, well you better honor all Africans. Honor this one. These Africans claim that they have a lineage that goes directly back to the Prophet Muhammad. You heard? And these Africans, they don't disemploy the use of prayers uh, in the standard way of Islamic prayers, they incorporate a, a system where they incorporate their psychology within it. They transfer, and this is how they, they create the sigils. It's a transference of language, of African language, Wolof, which Dr. Sheikh Antidiop and I have uh, expressed in my How to Write Your Own Bible. Shout out to everybody who got one. Shout out to all of my students. Shout out to everybody who's bootlegging it because that shit is like the most important DVD in a long time. You understand? You understand? So, uh, Ajami is what Africans use and employ and when they express African language, such as Wolof, and write it in Arabia, in Arabic. Once it goes and it gets encoded into Arabic, now the Arabic letters stand as numeric factorization. Cool. Because the number system and sequences of the Arabic language are are like keys on a piano. And if you are a magician and you are a musician, if you are a magician, uh, if you are a musician, the same shit. If you are a magician, a musician, and you hitting the keys, and I feel good, and I said, oh, shit, that shit is but you bodied that. You worked magic on me. Now I'm fully wow. immersed in your use of tone. So then that means that you honor the space in between numbers. You understand? Shout out to Brother True Master. I, I had the yeah. ability to actually see the God build a beat. 
and that shit was like an Illuminati moment. This is like this is the this this is the God who made Brooklyn Zoo. You heard? This is the God that made Brooklyn Zoo. This is the God that his his discography is ridiculous. Go Google that shit. The God is a genius because the God and a Scorpio and a legend. And the God is one who has a dialogue from back in the day. Now, this is ill. I was around him for mad long, my nigga. And my but my big homies that raised me know him, and I didn't even know that. They grew up with True Master in East New York. And they they call him something else. They call him Jabaz. You heard? And, and True used to tell me, he said, yo, listen, Lord, when we were seven and eight years old, White men with suits used to come to the school and interview us and ask us about the nation of gods and earths because they was God body. When you come outside, we're no play dates. When you come outside of East New York on Fountain Avenue around there, you was God body. You had to know your lessons and all of that. So, of course, it translated into the schools. So when you speak to these brothers and you hear how they build and they express themselves, they use a codex. The codex always goes back to numbers and sound. Now, I'm going to tell you something else about the fusiform gyrus. They had a rare uh, autonomic-like kind of, I don't want to say autonomic, uh, 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 neuronic-like traumatic experience happens to the fusiform gyrus. It no longer, uh, well, this is something I want you to know, that the part of your brain that interprets numbers is also by the primal center of the limbic system where your reptilian brain exists. And right next to that also is the part of your brain that interprets colors. I want to challenge people to this. You remember when we was little and we used to put, our mothers and them used to show us that thing where the little babies used to pick up which dog do they think is pretty? You heard and the black babies almost always used to yeah. pick up the white dog. And then the people, the dialogue would be like, this is because there's too many white people in the schools, too many white police officers, too many white this, so my kids hate themselves. You remember that dialogue? Absolutely. I don't think Somebody that. Somebody was just talking about it. I don't, think that, I don't think that that experiment was scientifically conducted according to the new knowledge that has come out as it pertains to the cathartic experiences that art has in the form of aesthetics. There has a whole new study of aesthetics. They have people who have um, institutes where you can go if you were promoting a high-end product and you wanted to know the specific color to place on the product. They have a system based off the knowledge that the same part of your brain that performs the ability to identify color also is very close to and connected to one that computes numbers. In one instance, they have an ailment where people have the ability, upon seeing numbers, they see specific colors. Yeah. Now, this is very, this is very, very, very interesting and very important when you get to the part of the psychology of creating a new language or new linguistic means of communicating to distinguish yourself from the herd. Now, the words that you use do not mean anything until they're infused into the passionate and emotional centers of the psychology. How do you get people to that experience? Now, I'm, this what the, 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 what I'm 
speaking about and the, the dialogue that comes from this is universal. This is from the people who are just listening, who are just trying to get conscious, people who are already deep or in the universe and the stars already, that you can use this dialogue if you're really about power. You would not achieve power just solely by yourself. No man is an island. Some men have the exceptional ability to be able to lead large or small groups of people just with their charisma. I grew up and seen young men make grown men kill. You you seen the cover of the Don Diva. That was all about uh, uh, another Scorpio as well. Interesting thing, you should look at that indictment. You heard, Twin? You heard? They got everybody's birthday on the indictment. The majority of people on that indictment from the the Don Diva cover was all Scorpios. Go figure. You heard? You know what I'm talking I about. I got that line of Jackie, too, if you need it. Yeah, no question, no question, because the people mad at the at the article is a lot of, you know, how it go in the street. But the, back to what we're speaking about, the way that you infuse the ability for people to free themselves and thus liberate a group of people is that you must invoke your own, quote-unquote, and I'm going to put this in brackets, but you must invoke your own form of trauma. This body is not yours. This body responds to external stimulus. The body must therefore be put in place into constraints whereby... The audio is fading. Where you at? ...must be placed in constraints whereby which it has the ability to, at this point, go beyond... Now, there's different ways to get to the deeper parts of your psychology. I have, I have years of getting defocalized. You heard over all the the of the full spectrum of narcotics, and I love to get high. In fact, I acknowledge the fact that everything that you ingest gets you high, including food. You heard so everything, food and drug administration. Figure, go figure. So everything that yeah. we so- experience. Talk closer to the phone because it sounds like it's fading just a little bit. Oh, man, that's that fake-ass 4G, my nigga. This is that galaxy. I don't know what you're on about. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you good. Okay. Yeah. So let me tell you, brother, the mind must be infiltrated. It must be pushed to limits in order for you, for us to insert the dialogue in people's minds where they want to pursue a collective strength and power and have a dialogue outside of the bullshit menial ones. Like, shout out to everybody that has ever had a personal conversation with me, and we talk real talk, unabated, you heard, by bullshit frivolities or um, uh, shit you've seen on Google pop up, you heard, or some trending topic. You know what I'm saying? People that really talk about who've ever been in the company of that dialogue when they talk about uh, murder, you heard, and and about not just literally killing things, but also killing things which serve no more, no longer a use. You heard. So it it always comes to a point where certain dialogues have to develop, and where you can't continue to speak about yesteryear or methods employed in yesteryear. We must broach upon a subject and a location of this dialogue that we haven't gone to is galvanizing and developing the psychology of these young men and women. 
Now, the way to get to the psychology, and I know this from from my experience for, with with my uh, with with my students. I only ever hung out with. I never really had peers. It was people I was teaching or people who were teaching me. You heard? That's how. That's how I. I didn't have no peers. I haven't had no peers since I was really young. And after I really acknowledge it, you know what I'm saying, I was always a teacher or always a, a student of some sort, you know what I'm saying, especially in the realm of art, you know what I mean? So now I know for a fact that you must use duplicity to get to the part which is hidden within people's minds. And the reason why you use duplicity is because fear is, when I say fear, and now I'm pointing you into another direction of my use of language, when I said fear of the black Illuminati, people was like, who's scared of a black Illuminati? Shit, I ain't. White folks ain't scared of no black. Shout out to those ignorant niggas who don't get it, who said, shit, I ain't scared of no black Illuminati. White folks ain't scared of no black Illuminati. What Rashid talk about? No, I'm talking about in another direction that people can't even transcend to. I'm speaking about fear as being a tool of power because fear is a God-given right for self-preservation. Fear is one of the most important components of human development and your ability to defend yourself and be godlike. The word fear is actually, and I will give you a key for you to always remember the components of language. Any word that you want to find out its modality or dynamic, you use the template that I will show in Chicago, but my student body know the archetypes associated with each of the Hebrew letters, which are the consonants and phenomes from, from the phonetics, from the phonetics, from the punct, from the people who gave you a language based off the irrational fraction of pi. So what they did was they said like this. They said that the word fear is root components is mouth and head. You heard? Fear, the word F, the sound F is pe. Pe means mouth, means portal. Anything that requires ingestion or something that you can express is the mouth, and the head is the resh. Whenever you hear R in language, it's something that has something to do with the head. Okay, I already told you radio. You need you, the only way you can deal with a radio is if it's a radio is nothing but a ra dio. It's taking a, whatever the dio is is the root of what of deity or god. So radio is like sun god. Radio is like saying sun god, my nigga. You heard? And this the way I'm talking to you and talking to the audience is the way that the mind must function in order for you to have power because now you are no longer abated by the clusterfuck of trying to understand facts and people's emotions and feelings. I have a factor for all of that. I have an algorithm to place every human experience in my psychology so I can react because I haven't been in, I have been in situations where not reacting creates a dynamic of disease. You heard the devil, the devil, the devil appears at the point of hesitation. You heard God exists through and through and through and through action. You know what I'm saying? So the dialogue that I'm speaking about, I had personal experiences where one of my students 
He was from Nicaragua. He was multilingual, and he had a huge grasp on Arabic. He remembered the last juice of the Quran. However, he was one of them kids. He wasn't no sucker, but he wasn't really built for his social circle of his age in Kaksaki in the jail that we was in. Now, he wasn't no punk, but his social circle he used to get picked on. You know, not abusively because he was in the Islamic community. He wasn't going that far, but he really wasn't outgoing. So, infamous, rest in peace, God bless the dead, the firstborn, the first one who came and acknowledged me as being a teacher and somebody that has something to offer. Infamous is a gangster too. Rest his soul. That's my homie. Yeah, he got killed in the line of duty. You understand? He's from Albany Projects. His name is Bryant Adderley. You heard? And that's my heart, man. For real. That's my fucking homie. For real. For real, yo. And Infamous said, yo, Kareem is off the chain. He's a good one. You heard? Put them through the through the through the through the blender. So we had a whole dialogue about how we would create this space in your mind where we, you was about to get busy. You was about to show your ass. You was about to cut. What's his name? You gonna blow his fucking head off right there? But he already know that we pulling the stunt because all we doing is seeing how fear affects your decision making process. Now, when we go see our little man going to go put the work in, we stop him, and we emblematically use the same modality that God did to get into the deeper recesses of Abraham's mind. See, a lot of niggas ain't had no motherfucking chance to read books, my nigga. I read books the reason since I was a kid, man. The sacrifice of Abraham is emblematic of getting into the deeper recesses of the mind through fear, man. You heard when God called it off, that's the same roots that central intelligence and all of them use to get operatives all over the world to kill world leaders and to be spies through duplicity and having a high-end ideal. All of the CIA operatives of the high-end import are all Ivy League graduates. They have GPAs that are out of this world, and they understood the most important, the African conceptualization of reality must go through what is called the algorithm. Why do you think Africans are the most intelligent tacticians? Shout out to Sarnetta, play chess. I see Sarnetta whoop heads. Oh, I see Sarnetta go, go play True Master. True Master play the genius in them and be whooping them out. I see uh, uh, Sarnetta put, put, put True Master game to test. So shout out to uh, 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 those of us who acknowledge the use of the mind and take it to another place, just not just here in this small, menial, marginal circle where everybody's trying to be a deeper teacher, everybody's trying to remake your Seymour's son, everybody's trying to remix my son T-shirts, everybody remixing nigga story. Now the white man is, is fucking um, devil again. You know what I'm saying? After see, motherfuckers just keep resurrecting old shit. And I've been told you when we was going into 2013, I said, watch, these niggas ain't even got no content except for the grandmasters like Reverend Valentine and the teachers, the obvious ones. They ain't even got no shout-out to Polite for his message, too. They selling houses. Come on, what's fucking with that? You understand what I'm saying? 
And, yo, I say dudes is going to run out of creative juice because they don't have no emotional connections to nothing substantial and not even friendships. How can you get, you think, where do people think my creativity comes from? My shit comes from because I got red pill, blue pill on the line one. Nigga, we be talking like we teenagers. You heard about the Illmatic shit. You heard? It, it comes out in our work. You heard? Because that is the through line that connects all of our stuff. We have a, we, we venerate and we honor art, science, culture, and everything else. And we have student bodies, and we already have an Illuminati of sorts. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to aliens. People don't even know. I got aliens listening to the show right now. You heard? They don't even know who the aliens is. You heard? It's a whole subculture of conscious brothers and sisters who have taken this thing to a whole nother level. I got filmmakers. I got people. I got I got somebody in the phone that could call Jigger right now. You heard? Jigger still picks up his telephone calls. You heard? We won degree from separation because now this whole king thing allows you to acknowledge that you're already wealthy, Lord. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get on board with people that acknowledge that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get in the company, shout out to everybody that supports the king and me and supports the king and the kingdom that I show them that they are in as well and that we collectively come together. You know, people who uh, support the work unabashedly and understand the import of having a black face tell them about the geometry of time and space and the psychology that they use. You heard? You could throw any word at me, and I'll tell you what the word means based off of my key that I have. I have connected the number 10 experiences that God has through the subjective realms of 22 sounds. My mind is formatted, and I have also striated that in four worlds. I'm existing in four different places at the same time. This is what I can see in our conversations. You already know that I already forecast 10 years ahead. You do too, especially you, boo. You do too. We always can tell what you know the fuck boys that we be talking about and they little shenanigans. We always we already be telling each other, watch what he do as soon as this happened and that's happened and this one this hoe is mad at this hoe now. It's now so these hoes is fighting again. You heard all these niggas with all these obsessive compulsive line crossing behavior talk about they could teach somebody. And all these niggas that's just looking for a new leader to teach them that this excused line crossing. You heard? So I'm like this. You know, I'm not. I'm not. My shit is this. I said this the other day. I said I know what I'm working with. And all my friends, we share the same enemies. You heard? All my friends, poverty is our, our enemy. We gang up on that shit. You heard? We share. You heard? I have something to offer. I, I I affirm everybody I deal with. You heard? If you if you if, if you fortunate enough to be on the telephone with me for more than six minutes, and I must toot my own horn because if you don't, according to uh, my African folklore, if you don't toot your own horn, nobody will. And I see biologically that is a very important component. But how do you tell somebody to heal themselves when they don't know that they have the tools to do it themselves? I healed a large section of the trauma from my childhood experience through learning. I am a very addictive person. I have Scorpio a lot in my chart. I'm a very, and I, and I got Pisces in my chart. I'm like a Pisces, my nigga. Impulsive as fuck. You heard? But let me tell you something. I, your boy, 
your boy stop smoking cigarettes in the penitentiary. That is some shit that niggas, the strongest, toughest niggas in the world who run the whole jail and do all of this shit can't even do. I stopped smoking in the penitentiary. You know how and why I did? Because I was traumatized by a motherfucker that I know had a pack and refused me a cigarette. And I acknowledged the, the physical, emotional experience of being denied, and I said, I'm ready to put work in on this nigga over a little white cigarette wrapped in paper. You heard? I said, that is a very powerful thing. And then I said, I'm going to demonize cigarettes. So then in my psychology, I put cigarettes in a factorization where if you smoke the cigarettes, you ain't shit. That's what they're going to give you when it's time for you to snitch. They're going to give your ass a cigarette, and you're going to tell everybody what the fuck we was doing. And then I, I, I remember yeah. what, and then I, listen, mm-hmm. I remember what the grill gangsters, my nigga, used to tell me, that niggas that have vices is really not gangsters. They're really not tough. You heard? And I remember that in that lane that the toughest niggas in the world, the niggas that really get it popping, son, they get high off of women, my nigga, and women's psychology and money. Your finances and having shit, you understand? Not in the world outside, but what do you do for people who don't never have had a context? We're dealing with generations of people. It's going to be people that's born in this generation and die in this generation. They ain't never had 10 bands. They never had nothing. They never had experiences. They never had nobody to love them. So, you know, I'm acknowledging everybody's story, no matter what race you is or where you come from. I got the blueprint to save whatever left of your sanity can be there. You heard? Now, I purposely, my nigga, I'm telling you that I have years of experiences of going into the recesses of my psychology, and I have been around the most elite people of every cultural class and distinction in the world, I stand to say. You heard? I've been around Renaissance people. I've met James Baldwin when he was alive. I've been around Miles Davis. You heard? I've been around Spike Lee when he couldn't figure out how to end school days. I was there with Branford and then uh, first uh, got the Grammy. You heard? You, you know this. We've been around historical experiences, and then I was there when when uh, I remember the first round of kids that they caught up with the uh, Central Park Five. One of them was my son, you heard, but he got out of the first round from the Bronx in them. I remember um, niggas smoking grown-ass men running around smoking crack with guns and sticking us up when we was kids. I remember grown men killing my man, my homie there, the first blunt of reefer I ever smoked was with my man Yaya, and the reason why I was outside smoking reefer was because nobody was home and it was late and I was getting over. You remember we was latchkey kids, you heard? If you have children, you watch your kids, man, because you will create a dysfunctional adult that may not have access to the information that you got right now. But when I was little, we used to raise ourselves, and I never forget they grown-ass men killed my homie. You heard the psychology of, and he was 15, and the psychology of, of how we used to think when we was little is totally different from how these niggas that's allegedly grown-ass men is moving now. You heard? And the shit, 
the shit, I can't even talk to people who talk too much of that Maya Tootie shit, son. It's mad people waiting to be my friend with all these fake-ass names and all that. It just made me frustrated where I said, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to complain no more. I'm writing a book. The, the book is almost done. I'm writing a book as every day as we speak. My work is work, work, work. I'm working, my nigga. The book is crazy. I wrote the book universally, and I'm speaking to how to create these situations where you want to insert your ideal. I'm getting right to the nooks and cranny of psychology. This is the this is the art of seduction. Forty eight, all of that shit mixed together with Kabbalah. You heard and straight Illuminism. Illuminati got my mind, soul, and my body. You heard. Secret societies is what I created. I created the concept of you having amen. That's what amen mean, my nigga. It means secret. Everything I said before that, when I say amen, I have not charged it with the power of darkness. You heard? That's why the, it's, the Muslims say amen after the, 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 um, before he goes down and makes the sajda and puts his points of his body on the ground. Five times a day, going back to my ancient ancestry's use of the number five, because five talks about the kalb. It talks about the number 32. 132 is the kalb. That's Prophet Muhammad's number. 132 goes into the very nature of all things lies within the center of itself. The external shell of destiny is in direct proportion to the internal core of intent. You heard? When you say, I love you, when you say you love someone, you're saying that you discipline their innards or their insides are disciplined or your insides are disciplined or you honor the discipline within them. Linguistically, that's what you're saying. Now, imagine if we start having dialogues, understanding this in, in uh, mutually, my nigga. If I say, yo, son, I love you, that means I honor what's Inside of you, I honor your perception and your intent. I honor your intent. But we be arbitrarily telling motherfuckers that we know got awful intent, I love you. And then encouraging kids and shit to be like, love, say love, say love, love. And you ain't, and you got them in school and they teaching the kids that the, the L sound is a, a, a goddamn, uh, uh, what, what they be saying is an L, a lion. L is for lion in school, like a little retard. They got all the kids. Retarding them with the shit that the finances who did Skull and Balls then wanted everybody to do to be dumb as fuck. One of the most important sounds in your human experience is the sound lamed. The ability to go lam, lam is uh, embarks on biological genius. You heard? And it incorporates two of the most important components of your psychology, which is discipline and water. And water always represented cycles. You heard? So this is why, Quranically, you hear this in what is uh, the, the, the Muslim calls the Bismi. You hear the word Lam, Aleph, Lam, Mim. And you hear the Lamid before they, they invoke. And when, whenever, whenever you hear Arabic, all you're hearing is. A manipulation of sound based off of a psychological interpretation of the use of numbers as they apply to vibration. You can use the Quran to create um, a beam of intent that can bore a hole into a wall. 
You can dominate the psychology of several million people genetically and biologically with religion, in particular a religion that mandates you every day to pray according to solar, stellar cycles. Fasting, you heard, like, you know, fasting, well, the 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 uh the burning called the Ramadan, the burning, you know, the fasting which shrinks the stomach and that is the period where you experience a celestial event. Only one person I know can even talk about this on a high ass level astrologically and that's brother Ra Aku. Shout out to him and the whole cosmophysics. He told me something about Islam. He he told me the chart of Islam and told me that he can even chart what Islamically they all say they can't, which is the night called the night of power, which is the light of the cadre. Whenever you hear someone's name Lila or Layla, it means nighttime, like Lilith. So it speaks about the energy and the modalities of what is experienced in nighttime or the stellar nighttime. You went, and there we go back to L sounds because the L sound is the sound of your tongue connecting your male and female parts of your body. Your L sound connects your front and your back of your body. Right. You heard? That's why during the uh, meditation we have the tongue locked to the roof of the mouth and Omni Padmeon is jewel in the lotus, which is that balance between masculine I agree. and feminine. I agree. Everything has its purpose. But do you remember the other day? I was like, "Oh shit!" Reverend Valentine was going in on sound, and the and the, and and when we do the um the meditation, you heard? Yeah. You remember that when he was like, "You got to get the clutter out." You know what I'm saying? Now look at it this this way as well. You remember as a praying Muslim, you remember the prayers that you used to make out loud and the prayers that you used to make. In silence, you remember that, Philip? You remember that, Philip? Red, remember that? Fajr, I remember it. Yeah, Fajr is out loud. But when you get to your night prayers, Maghrib, I think the last rakat, the the, the last the the, the, the last rakat, rakat is optional. is silent. No, it's not optional. It's it, you need three for for that. You know, I'm a, I'm my Islam is crazy. The sunnahs that you talk about is optional, but they highly recommend it, and they call sunnah mu'akida. Those are the so I put that in the rap. I said Fajr the Maghrib, don't forget your sunnahs. Man, people in Philly will understand what I mean. Those are the sunnahs that the believers make. Those extra two uh, rakats, you heard. Which you know, so the whole idea is that it comes from an older modality of the African conceptualization that all things are connected, and the coalescing force which connects all things are sound. So these are the paths on the tree of life. Go look up and Google algorithms. Go 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 Google and look up animated algorithm, and go to YouTube and look for algorithm in the same very construct that they use for an algorithm look just like the tree of life because it's a system that allows you to factor all things in. Now think about this when you get on your telephone and you on the phone you're talking on the radio you're receiving texts you, 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 you're rolling something up, you're writing down a letter you're looking up this, you're on Facebook all on the one phone how does the phone have the ability to do all of them things at the same time? They took the realm of mathematics and made the realm of mathematics into the material realm architecturally and the nano realm in the form of circuitry to create a system 
where through circuitry all things could be related and touching each other but not killing one another. That comes from the Arabic Islamic mind. That comes from the African Islamicized right. mind. You heard? Right. Algorithm. From the algorithm. Right. Al-Kamaroizi. Yeah. And his book on algorithm, he uses the word Kabbalah in it. The word Kabbalah, it, it's in the title of it, Muwak Kabbalah. And the idea of the book is to transfer energy, transfer computation and factors from one place to another without changing or reducing their value or harming the entire computation. Now, how do you insert algorithms or ideas into the psychology of a populace to even have a consideration for an Illuminati? You've got to do it through symbolism. You've got to do it through high-end symbolism, and you've got to traumatize the group through ritual. They have, to be felt, they have to be made to feel uncomfortable. All them niggas talk about uh, fraternities and sororities and all of that shit is gay is because they have a gay mind. You heard? Your mind is gay if you make everything gay. You heard? Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I know what's gay. You heard, no, no nigga that could get on YouTube and go Google could tell me what some gay shit is when I was in penitentiary and I see gay, gay look like Gay could look like a motherfucking Tukey Williams, nigga. Gay look like all kind of ways, nigga. So you ain't going to tell me some entertainer or somebody on TV or that's famous is gay because of a reference that you don't understand. I don't see. The thing is, psychology underscores the people that you talk to and how y'all dialogue. Now, if me and, and my homies is looking at a piece of artwork, we are seeing some aesthetically pleasing thing in what we're looking at. We're not looking at the worst part of our psychology. So how do you distinguish yourself from people who mar reality and put it in their low-level understanding of who they are, in their lower self, based off of their traumatic experiences? How do you distinguish those types of minds? First thing you have to do is make people garner this uh, uh, desire to have a rigorous form of uh, of of what we will call a uh, sacrifice. And when I say sacrifice, all the niggas just start. Then some niggas dropped the phone just now and said, "Oh shit! I knew he was gonna say that I got to kill somebody in my family so I can be rich or something stupid." Yeah. Not understanding the underlying clause of what the universe employs. The universe is one perfect whole. Every time something is taken out of it, something is placed back into it. You heard? So right. there are things that, that you have yet to take out of yourself, but yet you keep asking for shit that you think that you deserve. You heard? Well, you don't have the mm -hmm. mind regimented for that. You heard? So. so Another thing that killed me, another thing is that killed me, parents, stop telling your kids to tell people that when they go to school, you want them to go to Harvard and Yale. You fucking your kids' minds up, telling them they six, seven, eight years old, and t you telling them when someone asks you what college you want to go to, you say Harvard, Yale, this, that, and that. Or Princeton, and you got the kids, right. Yeah, or Princeton. And the, you should somebody. It should be a parent police to just slap parents you hear, who just uh, intentionally, um, you know, create all of these derelicts you hear, with unrealistic shit. How the fuck you gonna create a 
Ivy League mind, and the house is in fucking disarray. You heard? You want you want a a little black kid from the hood to solve an algorithm that'll get him a Nobel Prize in the Ivy League situation, or be a brain surgeon, or create a new type of teleportation for an atom to get from one place to another, but yet the environment that you're raising them in with all of this inundation of emotionalism and a lack of creating systems of honoring children's psychology, you can't make no geniuses like that. Now, you want to make an Ivy League uh, uh, Ivy Leaguer, you better create an environment where you support these children's psychology, you heard? Where you support their psychology and allow their psychology to venture off into the realm of imagination and create their own system of ethics based off of their own knowledge of their own strengths. So you present their strengths for them, but by not shutting them down from the experience. The most abused beings in the world are black children, my nigga. I swear, I... I, it's a bunch of motherfuckers sitting up talking about I'm crazy, and that's a goddamn lie. The most Matter emotionally fact. dysfunctioned people in the world is black men and women for a lack of culture. And this we are the subject of right. everybody's scrutiny and laughter and jokes and culture. Everybody wants to break us down. We want to break each other down. We want to put each other in uh, perspective and a new this and a new life and all of that shit. But at the end of the day, we are all have been denuded and traumatized of the experience of culture, man, and the initiation process. When you're seven years old, they're supposed to tell you something. When you're 14... You supposed to yeah. you supposed to they supposed to tell you something. And this is why I see oh, the Mexicans you out here you out here, Paulie. You out here, you go in the hood. Go in the hoods in 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 the hoods where it's all Mexican. They got big mules of women with men bowing down to women and she looked like Mary. They call her Our Lady of Guadalupe. You go in right. you go inside the store, she's behind the counter watching everything. Every place you go, you look. She's everywhere. She's everywhere as a reminder. But then also, this is something that ain't in these uh, little nigga hoods. You heard? I've been to all the nigga hoods, man. I've been to Newark, nigga. I've been to Chi-Town. I've been to every part of Chi-Town. I've been to Bed-Stuy, East New York, all that. You heard? Louisville, Kentucky, and the, and the Peas. You heard? And Atlanta on Ashby Street, nigga, trapping. I've been there. They don't do this there. You heard? They don't got this. They don't sell dresses to little girls that turn 15 and a whole family come there to honor her menstrual cycle or honor her ability right. to, to create another uh, entity, honor her psychology. The, 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 don't no niggas get no bar mitzvahs. So all you niggas talk about you against a, a, a Illuminati or what am I talking about? Fuck y'all. Your niggas ain't built like that to bring nothing into existence. That's why you sit up and you articulate all this hate and disdain for shit you don't know about. Niggas online going, trying to go in on on everything that's new and different. You know, better than your 
bum-ass psychology. And everybody and all these dumb niggas and their followers are all getting high. They don't know what they're doing, son. It's regimented in the psychology that if you got high off the same I – seen, I seen Ray Hagan's come to New York and give the same lecture three times, and all the niggas said, ah, oh, at the same time. He said that same shit the last time, and the same shit he said that shit the time before that. All the niggas said, ah, oh, You niggas keep saying the same thing because you all got the same currents in your psychology to be regimented to go back to the same point where you have to feel good about yourself. Uh, 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 They speaking about my ancestors. Uh, But then when that shit is over, you go right back and you recognize who's God. God is your primal center. That shit that tell you it's hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, baby, come here. I need a bump. Give me some. I want some of that stuff. Uh, you heard? That's your real psychology. You understand? That's your real psychology. That's the most sacred part about That's you. That's when you allow. And food, look, food and sexuality is the most sacred part. Outside of that, the most sacred thing to men is women. You heard? That's hardwired in our biology that a man can... He will fall listlessly. Listen, he will fall. He will openly and willingly fall in the emotional, um, oh, like jumping out of airplane, nigga. If he feels affirmed, you heard. You understand? Right. But you know what they also say about female psychology? What science says that women are more likely to lie than men in relationships. And what do they lie about? They lie not to hurt other people's feelings, not lying saying that you're doing. And they say that people lie up to eight times in their first interaction under like three or four minutes. This is what science says just about the brain and how it processes itself within the context of socializing with the world external to it. You heard? So biologically, her whole preoccupation biologically to maintain your psychology. This is why all secret societies is based off of the secret sex. You heard? This is why brothers know this. Brothers know this. You ain't got the front for me, my nigga. I'll say I'm Jesus. I'll be the Jesus. I'll get on the cross, my nigga. You heard? You know what God just is your psychology, nigga. Every pussy is on your mind, man. If you ain't getting no pussy, man, you don't even want to get no money, nigga. You heard? If you ain't getting none, no stuff, oh, God. You what? You heard? Nothing? Nothing? These niggas don't even beat off. They don't even beat off. Now they're going to tell me beat it mean that you gay. Niggas was beating their dick before Michael Jackson came out with that song. That shit, that show was crazy. I was mad at that homie. You heard? Talk about Mike is gay. From where, nigga? Mike is a seventh child. Yeah, I hear you. Though. You ain't got to defend grown ass man. Yeah. I, I, I told you I got on the cross. Yeah, I'm good, son. Yeah, but on some real shit, I'm just speaking, and I ain't say nothing negative or disgusting. But I'm like, come on, people's beating they dick right. before that. What happens to with the dialogue psychologically where we compare 
that to the myth of how Ptah, all of my Kamishan brothers who are entrenched in the mythology, know that there's a tradition of one of the gods masturbating the world into existence. Am I correct? Hello? Indeed. So psychologically, all things in the human experience have a place. You heard? We just need a dialogue to express what everything is. You heard? Right. You know I think, again, the, the, the creation of language within itself put things into the extension of what we term the box, okay? So language, which... The box the makes you see, sir, the box makes you see interdimensionally. Close your eyes the next time you're in some box and so you can see beyond sight. It activates pineal function, you hear? It activates all different types of spiritual modalities where you connected to the high-end conceptualization and the high-end mind of God. You heard? There's a host of heavenly bodies that are all dovetailing off of stellar-like configurations, dying to come into the physical world through the coupling of two people using love and compassion and sex, raw, raunchy shit, the shit that you can smell when the motherfucker get up. You know what I mean? That's, 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 you're like, nah, damn, what the hell? You, it feels like this. It keeps getting better every time. Get out. Yeah. You heard? So why, why people think that the, the, most, the most productive people in our community are people who have positive relationships with females? You heard? If you don't have a positive relationship with a female that's very important to you and your, and your social standing, you heard, that supports your psychology, you're a loser. You're, you know, you're a loser. And I implore men that if you do not have a woman, right, you are, I gave you permission, you can go buy you some stuff, man. You need to buy you some stuff, man. You need to spend you some money and get you some trim. You hear? You can find it out there. It's not that expensive. And you can get some uh, based off of this shit. You you pay for everything else. You niggas buy weed, dope, all kinds of dope. You trick on people that don't care nothing about you. And then you go on these dates and you don't get no box. Nigga, you better spend that money and buy you some and watch how creative your mind comes. You heard? And then you ain't got to argue when it's over. You heard? So I'm going to just say shit that grown man talk. This is the shit that I'm talking about. I'm talking to a different right. generation. I'm talking to kids that dominated by culture that, that they trying to overwhelm their mind with a bunch of bullshit and, and then date their minds with facts. But I'm coming with wisdom that garnered from my experience. So pardon me sounding, you know, like that crazy and whatnot. This is a family show. I'm sorry, beloved. So good. I mean, in essence, we all know that this is your particular essence. You know what I'm saying? The family knows exactly who they're dealing with. And if family is tuning that's in for the first time, they are experiencing that's a, that's a, good caveat. You a level of, of, of truth that resonates. We ask that you focus on what you hear that resonates in the validity of that and not more so whether it is you understand why another man sisters, might be. The sisters could change the world, sir. Really? Really? Paulie, Paulie, the women are the ones who control the world. 
Women's are the, women are the one who can control the world through emotional psychology. This is why Heru appears to have been at least six or seven years old on his mother's lap. How can you prepare a warrior if he's not nurtured efficiently in his psychology? You can't tell me nothing about humans, man. I've been around social junk that turned into social dynamite and some social junk that just stays social junk. And you never, yo, you have no idea, son, you have no idea being around the illest motherfuckers in the world. You heard? I'm talking about emotionally deficient. But when you get deep into their dialogue and you listen to them, they all have a traumatic experience to share that comes from some form of a lack of nurturing. So this this right. thing we all focusing on, what can we do to uplift the young black men in the community? They have to have a model in which they respect that deals with femininity or the female characteristics that they honor, but it must also cater to their humanity, which is primacy. You heard? So now, aesthetically and artistically, when you look at the Our Lady of Guadalupe and you blur your eyes, it's really a vaginal orifice. You heard? It really looks like a vaginal orifice, and they purposely do that. So now, they purposely do that in advertisement for a reason, because it works. You heard? They know that you're you're not born a Satanist because you watched Harry Potter and because then and 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 you know who fuck watch Harry Potter and gets a hard on? Come on, my nigga. You heard? <laughs> so what they put S E X in the what you call it in the motif hidden behind your behind the scenes. So what? Grow up. You heard? Sex means six. It means creation. You demonize when you demonize the meaning. You demonize your ancestors. You disconnect yourself from ancestral gifts and blessings where you don't but use intellectualism to re-articulate the motifs. You know what I'm saying? So the women Sometimes. can re... My nigga, what's up, man? I can see the clock. Yeah. I know we're getting close. I know we're getting close. We're going to get them close, ready. But what I'm saying is that there's always a trap that's being laid for the Dakota or the one that digs deep into these particular motifs where the Dakota might be identifying an object and say, well, that's this. And then by becoming judgmental, they cancel themselves out from the whole arrangement of being able to benefit from what that thing actually is. Because they because they look at on one world. They look at one world. You heard one world. Right. The world of that world it constitutes the world of Yetzirah. That's where your extremes and your polarizations exist. That's the world above you. That's why when women are angry at you, you can go and get in a car accident right after that. You can't argue on the road. When I was in Guyana, they'd never let you curse on the road, you heard, because they say the road, the pathways, the ways to go are, are sacred. You heard? So that deals with the extremes of that yet Yetzirik realm that's, that's dominated by copper, you heard? So the realm above that is another realm that you must look at things in a whole different conceptualization in the realm of Berea. And Berea, the word Berea, the root of it is Ber. And when you say Ber in, in, in biblical Hebrew, you're saying soil, you heard? And the similitude of soil is that light invaginates itself within the darkness of soil 
and and brings to life the mineralization within it, and then out of the soil, riyah. You heard creation comes. This is why the first word in the Bible is barra, barra. It means in ra, really. When you get into the the, the linguistics of it, it means in the ra. But when I, when I say in ra, what am I saying? Look at the the symbol of ra. The high symbol of ra is a circle with a dot in the middle. So in ra or in the, you can't take a picture without cameras. You heard. You can't say, oh, man, your smile is so radiant without Ra. You know what I'm saying? So, Ra. So, when people make misinterpretations, they misinterpretations is broken, and it comes specifically from the, the, the level of having an elevator in your building, but your elevator don't go to the third and the fourth floor. Your elevator, because of your lack of study, only takes you from the first to the second floor. You got to walk up the stairs, but you ain't got the keys to the um to the to the to the to the, to the uh, stairway. You don't even got the keys to the stairway, so you never know what's on the third and fourth floor. So I guess you want to get the brothers and sisters together for the meditation, right, Lord? It's just about that time. All right. All right. So what we want to do, and I meant to also explain to you that a lot of concepts and terms that you were using were mirrored by Reverend Phil this weekend He was talking about algorithms in particular That's the premise in which he set his presentation up By using that term as, you know, linchpin term And he built oh, his construct from there You know, I'm a student of his That's He, he changed my life So, I, you know, yeah. I, I, I always I always drink from that faucet You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, not, it's yeah. not a surprise you know, this, I can't wait to right, see this is this is what I'm requesting. We would like for you to lead the meditation tonight with the four worlds and that concept. Being that you have access to all four worlds, take the family into a four world meditation, please. All right. Well, I want them to utilize their right hand and put their right hand in front of them and acknowledge the fact that their thumb. Is not actually a finger. So they use their thumb as a method of counting. And then I want their, their pointer finger, your your index that they call it, your main finger. I want you to put your hand in front of you where your thumb is up and you can see your hand in front of you, but it's sideways. Your thumb is up. And now I want you to visage that your index finger is the first world. And remember this, that your index finger is your first world, and I want you to make your middle finger, the finger that you flick up and you tell people, fuck you, that is your realm of creation. So you know that the word fuck is a key phrase for creation, because that's how you got here. You know, some people was doing it. And then your ring finger, you know, that finger that people like to put the ring on, That's some people put the ring finger on the one that's right below the pinky, you know, right above the pinky. That's your realm of Yetzirik realm. That's your realm that I want you to concentrate being the place where your emotions exist, the ones that have conflicts, 
You heard? And then your pinky finger is the physical world that you're in. So as you contemplate the similitudes of these four worlds, use your finger as a guide. Your index finger, the top world, is the greatest truth. The other world is the creative. The one is the one where you need work on, your magical world. You need to adjust your magic. And your pinky, your bottom world, is the world where your body exists and all of those experiences are happening right now. The top realm or the top rung of the ladder or the top rung of the tree of life is only occupied by one Sephiroth. That Sephiroth is called Keter. And Keter is the crown. You are to emblematically see in your psychology a circle with the dot in the center. The crown that sits on the head of a king is also the circumference of all things in existence. The key phrase associated with the circle is the Shaddai. The root of Shaddai is the breast. And the root of the word Shaddai is Shad, which means breast. And this is how the pineal gland is developed within the psychology of the male hero, the male and female shero. You heard the male and female hero or those who win in the story. And then the rung below that, this is the realm where the high father and mother exist who both coalesce in a love affair that is so deep that if they were to separate the whole universe as you know it, it would dissipate. They're connected on the tree of life by a, uh, a letter, and the letter is called the Dalit. The word Dalit means door. There's a door between you and your 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 your, your, your female partner for the gods. There's a door between you and your male partners for the sister. Now this door it must be broached. It must be walked through. Now, the rung below that, the rung below that is where mercy exists. When you give your last, even though you're going to be hungry. But then across the street from that is where severity exists, which says, then tells you the right time to say no. It tells you the right time to say no so you're not hungry. And then in between that is where you are able to say yes and no at the appropriate time, and then you become beautiful. The most beautiful people among you are the ones who have charisma. It don't matter what you look like, it's what you feel like. If you know when to say yes and no, you know how to feel good. Don't take your no's from your children, you'll make them abused. And then below that, you have the emotional place for feelings where you feel great. When a great human accomplishment, graduations, you feel great, you feel wonderful. But if you always felt wonderful all the time, you would never know what it feels like to be across the street, which is reason. Reason. Reason is what you need when there's too much emotions going on. Mm-hmm. When too much emotionalism is occurring, that's when you need reason. But in between emotions and reason is yesod, which is the foundation. The foundation is where you do what is where you make and you copulate with your mate on the foundation, on the portico, on the on the on the portico. At the entry level of the mysteries lies the foundation of the universe, male and female coalescing to create what the kingdom Malikut. Malikut, Malkut, 
which means the worker. This is the bottom rung. This is the fourth world. This is where we at right now. This is the realm where you feel all of your pain and your sorrow. This is the world where you feel your victories and your overcoming your lower self and feeling good about yourself. This is your kingdom, but you can only maintain a kingdom if you operate the root of Malikut, which is Malik, Maliki. Maliki means the worker. The king is also what Malik means. It means the worker. But look, let's get deeper. It's water, discipline, and the hand. Look at that. Malikut is water, discipline, and the hand. If you don't drink no water, if you don't acknowledge water, if you have no discipline, your hands will forever destroy things and you will have no kingdom. Acknowledging water is acknowledging her, is acknowledging cycles, is acknowledging emotions, is acknowledging feelings, is acknowledging children, is acknowledging the hidden. Feelings are hidden. Never forget that. Feelings are hidden. Experiences open feelings up and create them into destinies. So with that, the whole world belongs to you. I'm going to show my family, the ancestral, myself and Brother Siddiqui Bakari. Siddiqui's going to be talking about some awesome stuff. Oh, man, on, on, the, on the 14th of July in Karaz Unity Center, me and Brother Siddiqui are going to go in as usual. Shout out to him. Some of my most classic presentations and the wonderful people who always come out and show support and all the new faces that we're going to see and people who want to see me in a bow tie and dressed to impress how I'm supposed to look, like a king giving it up. You understand? And then Shot town you already know. For that. Coming back home. Coming back home. Coming back home. Coming back home. We got work to do. We in the center of the whole black world. We in the center of what would be in the Death Star. They told Luke he had to hit the spot in the Death Star to kill Darth Vader Crib. If you want to kill all African Americans, all you got to do is make killings go down to Chicago. It, it kills the resolve and the people. You heard? But the only people there that's still holding on to reality is the babies who ain't afraid. So I'm not coming to shit on the kids, and I'm not venerating those soft niggas and those suckers. You feel me? You already know, Blue. When we be in the shower, we be in the shower. We not in the um, hotel room sitting up. Oh, no. Nah. We in the shower. Looking stupid. We in the shower. I can't wait to get to the shot to go to Lawrence's so I can go get me some catfish, nigga, before I give my dissertation. I'm going to eat. I don't care what water that shit came out of. Catfish is good for you, Lord. You heard? That greasy-ass cat, nigga. Yeah, I said it. You heard? Shot town. I said it. It ain't the flaming hot. Niggas eating flaming hots. Grown-ass men eating flaming hots. Shout out to shot town. Stop eating no, no, eat no Polish. At least we, you ain't see me go Polish. Niggas from Shot Town, you know what I'm talking about. Nigga, I ain't do the Polish. From where? <laughs> from where? We go to Lawrence's to get that butter bread, man, that diabetes. <laughs> but shout out, to, shout out to the big homie, uh, uh, Cassius. I love Cassius. Cassius, we be at the, we doing Cassius. a lecture. 
Cash has got the birds on the back going in, roasting. You heard? Not needed for nothing. Ain't nobody angry. Ain't nobody over there hating. You heard? He always got some beautiful young people there. It's crazy. (laughs) Yo, Chicago, I learned how to play craps with Cassius and the man with a crap expert. You heard? The same night I gave a lecture on some high-end deep stuff. You know, it all comes together in the shot. I love the shot. I love it in the winter and everything. You heard? Shout out to everybody on the, on, on the bottoms down on 35th and Road. Shout out to my brother, Yoel, the big homie. You know what I'm saying? Um, D'Angelo, uh, uh, Tahuti Malik, who's out here in uh, Vegas, but he's a Chi-Town legend, veteran, and Tahuti out, out of L-Town. That's the king of the cat people. He's the only person I know that don't know him and this other brother, um, I feel like an asshole. This is my man. This is my first plug to Chicago, man. Cock. Um, they know so much about sovereignty and about the power of the postman and about cats, nigga. You you don't know nothing about Chicago until you know about cats. You heard, nigga. The cat is everywhere. It don't make no sense how steeped. And then they the ones that show me that. Um, in certain alternative histories that um, Al Marak is actually the Illinois area. You heard right by the um, Michigan River. So in alternate histories, we had people who were acknowledging, they wasn't acknowledging the Morocco in Northern Africa as being Morocco. They was acknowledging it over here. And they also had parts here called Medina and all of that, like um, as if, you know, the same way that my brothers and sisters down in Georgia, y'all be calling the shit Cairo because the cracker says Cairo, or Cairo, nigga, it's Cairo. It's the same thing from um, Egypt, you know, these place markers and these place names. You know what I'm saying? Every, I ain't never been to um, a city. I ain't never been to a city yet that ain't have a Moorland Street or Moorhead or Moorland Street. You heard? You know yeah. what I'm saying? On that level. And, I mean, everything is so sacred, especially here. When you go to the financial district in downtown Los Angeles, all of the big, huge buildings that uh, that encompass all of the intellectual property holders and all of the people who are banking and using all the money, you know, they got banks on, like, the 37th floor and buildings and shit like that. They got all of that stuff going on, but it's at the top of a hill. And in front of all of these institutions, they have these waterworks where they use a bear and they use live water that flows. And the reason being is because these people acknowledge the sacred science of architecture that comes in the mind of men who are comforted by women. Uh, 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 great architects are men who have great women. Great artists have great women beside them who support their psychology. Some some people have several, some great, great men have several women's psychology underlying their uh, ability to perform and create great things. So whether you want to acknowledge it or or you want to use it or vacillate what I said through how your whiz thinks about it, you know, some niggas get bent out of shape when you tell them that, hey, nigga, you can actually, you know, benefit from having a female on your side, you know. And that's something that a lot of brothers have to grow up out of. Don't have to fuck your female friends. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. You don't have to always force that kind of um, 
you know, that shit takes a lot of development, and a lot of people say otherwise that I can't have no female friend or whatever, but you can have a sister, you heard, that supports your psychology and that affects, you know, I mean, if something happened and you just fall on top of her and then she just say, oh, you know, that's different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but going all out of your way, you know what I'm saying, that's whack. You know what I'm saying? That's whack because it diverts the the uh, the emotional attention that she could project in your favor. You know what I'm saying? So you always got to have good people on your side. And this is another thing I want to speak to my brothers and sisters about. I don't care what you think about me. You could make a little tape about this and go snip out the part that I'm about to say right now and make you a little YouTube and, and be get your little 15 minutes of fame, you cocksuckers. But I'm going to tell you something. You better learn how to communicate with all races of people on the planet by honoring and respecting their psychology and in doing so is understanding what is culturally, has a cultural affinity to the greater part of their psychology. I understood years ago when I did Avatarzan, I was pulling off of my whole, I did a two-year study of just European philosophy. I read all of Schopenhauer. I read all of Nietzsche. I read all of the greats, all of the Hegel, all of them. And I found out that Nietzsche was the one that created the idea within the psychology that white men feel as though they are naturally selected. Through natural selection, they are the ones who should be the dominant figure. That is something that is an infrastructure, their psychology, that if black people will utilize that, strategically, they could get way farther psychologically with that because that acts as a crutch to white male psychology as well. Because when he's in a situation where he does not feel uh, um, overwhelmingly in control, what happens is it creates a chaotic event. It kicks in some real primal shit with him. He gets defensive, and he and he he gets into duplicity very fast. So I know white male psychology from being uh, in prison, and you watch this, you watch a young cracker come in, racist. He hates you. He tell you when he walks past your cell, he hates you. And then you see him four or five years straight. He's the same pig that walks past your cell every day and asks you if you want to go to child. Yeah, so it behooves you to learn about white male psychology. I, I mastered that shit. In prison, I used to have a poster of Charlton Heston in my cell, you heard, <laughs> holding a vintage gun. You hear me? I had a fucking po and I got this from the old timers, nigga, that was in Attica. That if you ain't got no Buffalo Bills cards in your cell, if you don't have Buffalo Bills cards in your cell, nigga, the police will put a knife in your shit. You heard? They will go in on you. You could die if you don't got no Buffalo Bills memorabilia in your cell. Them is niggas that got game and can see forever in a day. You heard? So not only did I have a picture of Charlton Heston in my cell, when they used to do the big, because when I was at Kasaki, you'd be ready to go outside to the yard, then they say lock back in because somebody got killed. So I remember that happening. Then uh, they stabbed the kid to death. This nigga, instead of going to the police uh, and saying, "Take me," not to tell or whatever, but just to go and say, "Listen, I got stabbed." Him keeping it real with the code of ethics 
he laid down on his bed and bled to death and died in the penitentiary. And the other kid, they gave this nigga a new charge in like five years in the box. So you be sitting in there getting all of this game, and you like, God damn, real shit is real. You better understand people's psychology. So when they come and search the whole jail and you and yourself for three and four days, they cut off the water. Your toilet better be clean so you can drink toilet water just in case you get thirsty, nigga. You heard when they open up that cell and they come in there, they better see some shit that identifies to their fucking psychology and they don't hash out the fact that they degenerate. Kaksaki has a disease named after it. Go look up Kaksaki's disease. It's a disease that comes specifically from the area in New York called Coxsackie, New York, and the, the, there's two notorious jails there. The medium is across the street. The medium is worse than the, 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 the fucking the max. You understand? So in that spot, when they, then when they put you in the dorms, why your boy had a picture of a bust of Albert Pike in, in, in the motherfucking locker. So when they do the searches there... They used to come looking in the nigga shit and, and leave all of my books alone. You heard? Because I had books. They took my but they took one of my books and and took my shit and was like trying to go through some gang intelligence forensic shit at my notes side notes because I had factors and numbers for everything that I read and stuff like that. Right. I know how these people think. You heard? So st- st- strategically. We have to understand everybody's psychology. You better understand that Indian psychology who got that shit wrapped around his head. You better understand and, and have at least three or four words that are, are in your lexicon that deal with some form of Mandarin. You better encourage your children, if you're in the realm of power, to understand how to communicate with the world's people and honor all people's cultures. That's the thing that connects people. If they can see that you honor their culture, they respect you, and they will open up doors for you. You heard? This game of life is not about always defeat. It's not always about looking for resistance, man. We're always looking for resistance as a way to freedom, and that's not the fucking way. One of my greatest teachers told me, but you master told me, never accept no. You just rearrange the the um the wording of how request. you present yourself, your request. You heard? But we never accept no. My mother is, you know my mother you heard my mother on the phone advocating for us when we used to be in school and, and we need services and, and shit like that. She would cut right. through red tape with, with her voice. You know what I'm saying? So Indeed. if we have any if we have any intelligent questions, comments or concerns from any familiar numbers of people that we know, I would love to entertain some of those. Oh, absolutely. You know, you go to the phone lines Definitely see some of the family in the building. Let me uh, waste no more time. Go straight to the 516-881-516-881. Peace, Lord. Peace, Lord. What's the science? Peace to the God. Peace, Lord. <laughs> bro, hey, hey, man, you be, you be going in, bro. I hear you on uh, on the Sephiroth and the crown at the top. I, um... Mm-hmm. I posted something in the chat um, referencing the the letters of the alphabet, mm-hmm. you know, and the Hebrew alphabet, and as the constellations form parts of them, and you know, how mm-hmm. few letters form one sign, you know, mm-hmm. like Samak and Ain 
of the Scorpio, of the sign of Scorpio on noon by itself is Libra. But Mim and Lamed are the parts of, and Calf are parts of Virgo. You know, and mm. so I, um, but I posted it for people to want to look. This is the origin of of the Hebrew alphabet and the um, the Phoenician alphabet as well. You know, and and I'm thinking of you sparked the thought in my mind that the same letters, because the Arabic alphabet is not very different than the Hebrew alphabet at all. Both of them are like Mexican and Cuban compared to the base language Spanish. You know. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, ancient Akkadian and all of that comes out of the same tongue. So, but at any rate, how the signs now can be mathematized through the uh, um, through the um, the Kabbalah application of um, gematria, mm. you know, and how you know if they can be applied to signs that are inhabited. I was peeping one day, I, I, I don't even remember the text that I got this from, but the brother was talking about how the 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 Hebrew letters are the constellations and the vowels are the planets as they end their declination, either orbit above or below these permanent markers in the sky. And the writing on the wall that Daniel thus read was, the reading of the planets in their transit through the zodiac, and I found the evidence of that in that link that I put in there. You know, because all of it resonates, man. I just recently um, been investigating how the mental synapses in the brain and the network of, of the nerves and all of the fiber, the matter, the material that makes the brain is exactly. Uh, you know, it replicates the patterns of star systems throughout the universe. You know, anyway. <laughs> that was posted by a brother. And, you know, I put the link on my wall for those who was interested in, in looking and seeing that, that. You know, because this is just outrageous. It's, you know, this has gone far enough now. Beyond the uh, the history, when they say knowledge itself, there's a mystery to be to be penetrated, and um, we got so many systems and schools of thought by which to examine it. It's ridiculous, you know. Um, as far as um, the notes that I took uh, for the, for to answer, I think they they go way too far <laughs> into what um. Y'all uh, should allow because there's people in the um call queue that want to speak. You know, well, I want to say to... this, Rob. listen, bro. I I can't wait till you you the first person I ever heard speak about the Islamic celestial time scale. Nobody, nobody. That would be the most noble offering for the Moorish and African-American experience, people who are under the canopy of Islam, to finally see it from that perspective that you was giving up when we was in uh, one another's circumference, Lord, because that was crazy 
how it, um, it's made all the sense in the world that the whole Islamic history is all a celestial experience. Well, I don't think there's anything on, on the face of this earth that occurs in the history or, you know, that doesn't make it in the history book that isn't already spoken to in terms of how reality unravels by the arrangement of, of the celestial bodies and for those people who just can't wrap their mind around it, understand this first. They don't cause. The universe doesn't cause anything to happen. It just is everything happening just because. That's right. <laughs> yeah, That's right. it's everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know? like my brother Oba said, we are inside of God. You know, when people be saying, God is inside of you. Well, if he, if he just inside of you, my nigga, then that means that that he got to go through some shit to be in both of us at the same time. So I'm like this, hold up. No, we are in God. You heard? We are in God. Right. You Enveloped me? in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I look at, you know, the, you said something about the four birds and Abraham. You know how he had to gather up the clay and make the birds and call the birds back to him, right? Yeah. When he had, when he asked law how he was going to resurrect the body of man. And if you look at four motifs, it goes all the way back to the Memphite formula, you know, fire, air, earth, and water. And this is what constitutes the physical man because, you know, you got your flesh, your respiratory, your uh, your warmth, you know, your... your uh, uh, Electro uh, uh, magnetic force, which is fire, and and earth, which is your physique. You got air, which is your respiratory, water, which is all the fluids that your body possesses, and then the middle of that is yourself. You know, and the man or the woman, the human. You know, the the spiritual part that executes the will is in is the balance standing on that square. You know, so I I heard you dropping about the number seventy two in that great circle of elders. You know, uh, uh, the 70 elders of Moses and Aaron made, too. That's that number that we use to measure the earth's grand cycles, man. You know, to measure the Kali Yuga. That's right. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, I hear you mentioning things, talking about the Kali Yuga, all of that, man. I'm like, you know, people knew if they knew the half, you know, they would choose the path to do the math. <laughs> it's really okay. that simple. Yeah, I yeah. you know. I we we're going on all night long. Let's look at how um the universe connects down uh, visually as well as physically as well as uh frequency wise, you know, in terms of octaves, you know, light and sound have the same octave and you know, they I mean they have the same wavelength vibration but increased octave will will turn will determine whether it remains in the realm of sound or in the realm of sight, and how all of our senses, and in the brain, you were talking about different centers in the brain are for different uh, faculties or exercise of different function of, of, of your mental faculty. This, mm-hmm. people have to understand, connect to this idea, too. Like, you dream what you dream because planets have a frequency wave that they contribute to our solar system and how they interact in this earth, and this is how people come up with ideas and, mm-hmm. how, the, and, how, and how the ideas 
that become realities are reflected by the position of certain planetary energies. You mm. you 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 use your life form, your physical form has heat in it. That is the solar energy that you eat from the food that gets it, from what it digests in its process. We call it photosynthesis, okay? But we take that solar energy into our body. We also take the lunar energy because we three-fourths water and the earth ties are pulled by the moon. It's just scientific fact to think that it doesn't have any effect on your own person. It's crazy. Then why are we able to describe the nature of a person's relationship with their mother? When we locate where the moon was when they were born, if that wasn't true otherwise. And their nature, you see what I'm saying? So, boom. But at any rate, then if you acknowledge that both of these two cycles have an effect on the very manifestation of life right here on this earth, what makes you think that the planets in between you and the sun, like Mercury and Venus, that they don't have any contributory, you dig what I'm saying? When they're closer to you than the sun is, and, you know what I mean? And you got right. Mars, which is to you than the sun is. So what makes you think that these wavelengths and frequency of, that, that correspond to their orbit don't have an effect on your environment? Mm-hmm. You know? Down to the scars on your body, I'll show them to you. Simple as that, you know. But uh, on the so you know this, I, I look at the connection of every religion, though, Lord. I can't just totally dismiss the institution of religion. Well, a brother says, uh, or somebody or a sister said, I don't know who it was, but they're like, yo, you know, we could just do away with all religion, man. You know, we'd be so much better off. And I'm like, you know, you think like that. But there are people who actually need that, you know. And in in all of these religions, within all of them, every last one of them is a mathematical key and uh, an astrological code that is undeniably visible for those who have been diligent enough to study symbols as they have emerged over the ages universally from tribe to tribe, from pole to pole, from continent to continent, you know. And we'll never run out of content, because knowledge is infinite. You understand? The universe is an infinite place, and, you know, anything else is talking nonsense. We got a different portion or a different shape occurring in the heavens that points to a different trend, you know, that that, that manifests over such a long period of time. It's ridiculous. And we're demonstrating this, too, at the Academy of Cosmophysics. Y'all, pardon me for taking a moment just to aggrandize my faith. Good thing, bro. You know, indeed. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. It's, uh, I'm definitely a student of uh, <clears throat> of your of your uh, your wisdom, Lord. You already know that. You know how every time you see me, I'll be by myself, G. Yeah, you you know that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no time for these things. I for all time. For real. for real, Lord. So listen to this though. You 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 stimulated this part, and this is how it goes right de- definitely into in the ideology of what I'm speaking about of how our peoples used to think and how they used to incorporate their science into their their linguistics based off of observation of functions and cycles. The very word for pregnancy of a woman, which appears in the book of Ruth in chapter 4, verse 13, and these numbers 4, 
with the ratio point and 13 are synonymous with the Shaddai or 314 dealing with the circle. And you know pregnancy revolves around cycles and circles. You come out of a circle and and it goes back to the, the cycle of what is called 271 days, which is the numeric equivalency of, and here for my people who understand what I talk about when I say the phonetic fingerprints of the gods, these people will have you thinking that you don't speak your language no more, but all you got to do is do your due diligence and go into the very books that they use to establish their culture, and you'll find your words and your names. And the very word for pregnancy is Harry on. And you hear within the linguistics and the phonetic fingerprint of the god Heru. And his whole dynamic and spiritual uh, undertaking was based upon the sound and 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 a comfortable birth that he had of a magical import from his mother who used determination, you heard? Determination as a means by which to create a thing. So the ancestors put it in the book. They said right there in the Bible, in chapter 4, verse 13, in the book of Ruth, a book about women, one of the patriarchs and one of the women that, for my sisters who are in the, uh, in the, in the patrons of the uh, Eastern Stars, they know who Ruth is, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and what she means to Boaz, and that's a whole other mystical conceptualization. But the exact days of a woman's pregnancy equals the word Harion, which is exemplification of the word pregnancy within the text. You heard? So the sisters had an ability to dovetail off of any celestial imperative if she but only knew 271 days or within the variable of four days of what she wanted celestially, the the import of having a moon child was already known. And you understand that when you look inside of the text, when you can actually look in the text to see that the people encoded the number of days utilized for a woman to have pregnancy with the word for pregnancy, that means that there was a high-end science revolved around pregnancy and when is the opportunistic time to give birth to things. Because you always want to go to an astrologer to go figure out when is the best time to do some fuck shit or the best time to not pay your bills, or the best time to do some awful shit, or to tax somebody, or when you're going to get your income tax and all that, or where am I at right now in my life. But how many people apply the science of astrology to pregnancy and want to figure out what type of modality or psychological construct or synaptic connection that the light codes will bring to the experience? Because I was born in November. My mama must ovulate around the same time all the time because she had two boys born on the same day, eight years apart. You understand? So that that's some yeah. heavy shit. When they came in and told me, and my little brother was born on Saturday. That was born on Saturday. Well, I, was, I remember my father, my, 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 my biological father, my biological father was watching me, and I was watching cartoons. i never forget. They told me I had a little brother. I was watching the Junkyard Kid. Do you remember Junkyard Dog had a cartoon and shit? 
They used to put that on after the hardcore shit come on, and I was all, you know, hyped up off of fucking Frosted Flakes and shit. And I was like, yeah, what? Uh, I got a little brother and shit. And then they brought this motherfucking home. Boy, she had a 10-pound, 2-ounce baby, eight years apart on the same day. So numbers are very important when you talking about a black Illuminati I started this. I didn't come on this show playing no games. You listen to the archive. I got right to it as soon as I got on. We got to create a matriarchal society. If all men who have now daughters, Nas, that's a powerful song, niggas with daughters. You heard? That shit was powerful. I've been listening to that I'm telling you something, man. You have what you call it now. You have the ability to integrate your designs within the realm of matter forever. Mitochondrial DNA never changes. It only changes with the reintroduction of new mutations that can only be created by males. You heard? So imagine if we had a a whole family pomp and circumstances just all based around getting these specific seeds that was born at these specific times by these specific G's and these specific wizards, you know what I'm saying, to create a specific seed that will have a specific agenda and a specific role in society, you heard? And I don't give a fuck about nobody that don't think like that, and that's how we got to create it, you heard? People who can't see that far, I know that I'm not going to see the full measure of what I have to offer until one of the niggas um, come clean in in the popular culture industry and come clean and just say, hey, y'all niggas come through. I got to check for y'all. We've been eating off of y'all fucking culture and y'all keeping the the community and the young people inundated with this high-end spirituality via T-shirts, DVDs, YouTubes, creating niggas, you know what I'm saying, creating platforms for everybody. Maybe we'll get a check for that in the future. They'll make a movie about us after after they sold so many skateboards, you heard? Hold they on. finally make a movie about the niggas, you heard? And it's like, what, 30 you, years? Do you understand that we created a new food source? Not only by way of, you know, Seven Heaven and the other affiliated brands, but even with the level of information, you know, the pills, you know, these digestible bits and pieces of information. Think about when we was on a visit, how we would be chopping it up. You pull out the pads, and I'm building on this, you know, introduction of this information. You filling me in on this level of this information, and they're being synthesized, and now we got new concepts and new words to use, and we're building on what I might have heard at a Phil lecture a month ago, you building on what you might have heard on a Phil tape, you know, and then we're expressing it by taking it to the limits, by now expounding on what we think. And now we are living in the reality of what we originally, you know what I'm saying, thought and manifested hey, on let's the see, let, me get, let, me get him, let me get him this hardcore science. For uh, you know, I, I don't want this to go out of my psyche. This is some hardcore shit relevant to some real material shit right here. Y'all can single-handedly create an environment where you could do anything you want. You could do if somebody violates you. 
I promote violence. I think violence is one of the most it's one of the most important factors in the human experience. You must know how to respond to it and participate it at a moment's notice. And it's something to help you respect matter, violence. You understand? So you can create. The only way you can create. The only thing you can create, the only thing that you can create as a means to protect yourself is if you take what you do seriously and utilize the venues that have been established as far as business and commerce is concerned. All people who are the most autonomous and the most free in our society are the people whose lives are dedicated to import, export, sale, and manufacture of things. It is a rumor amongst uh, writers who write about espionage and and people who write about the world of uh, high end, you know, uh, high end world crime that the oper- the base of operations for many of the, the 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 movers and shakers of the planet who put the work in are fashion houses. So imagine that. Imagine the front be. Uh, a, a, a store that sells fifteen hundred dollars silk shirts and five thousand dollar luggage. You heard? Where the fuck you think all the money is going to? Some palatio and in Italy, with somebody sitting up eating grapes and cheese for breakfast every morning and shots of olive oil. You heard? No, this this money is going into maintaining that shit. You heard? Maintaining the existence of long standing business. Anybody that comes to L.A., why do you think that Persians drive high-end cars and Armenians all got Benzes and shit and and, uh, Persians own textile stores that got rugs in there that's 30 years, $30,000? It's because they've maintained a cultural preoccupation with business and providing uh, service to the world that has transcended several hundred years. Why do you think all the Jews are the ones who sell, uh, 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 they have stores, diamond store next to diamond store next to diamond store? He can't sell these diamonds here. He goes down to the street to his guy, and they switch diamonds and switch your diamonds and take your diamonds and put your diamonds in this diamond and sell your diamonds because they've been doing that shit for years. So the way that you could do anything you want, all my brothers and sisters who are entrepreneurs, take your shit to another level and think corporately and universally. Whatever you have to offer, you should be able to have to offer it to all people in humanity. I don't care what you're talking about. You talk about, you talk about, if the world is black and everything in the world is black or a variation of black, then sell them to the world. Stop putting or uh, limiting yourself with these marginal concepts and these marginal products that only meet this this like weird crowd of motherfuckers that think they deep and don't really support everything. It's the streets. It's the people who inbox us, uh, and you look at the inbox and the picture, they got a fitted hat. He's the one that wants to learn. That ain't the nigga with them dreads, with a tank top and all these unks and shit on, trying to act like he's some king, somebody king, weird-ass niggas, you heard? Nah, these the gods, the street gods, the niggas that's, you know what I mean, that's the young fathers, you heard? Dudes be calling me, asking me, yo, hey, hey, man, what's up, man? What I do? And I give them the game, you heard? 
So we speaking to them. So my thing to them is, man, whatever you're doing, you legitimize what you're doing, you make it a corporate structure. You turn your house into a corporate structure. Put a fence around that shit. And if you name, if you name your domicile, your corporate entity, and it's a place of business, you could shoot somebody and kill their ass for infringing on your ability to conduct commerce. You heard? Secur- Police ain't nothing but security guards that are protecting somebody that got a lot of money who who has a connection to a government official who now they allocate the, the money via some government fund to pay for people to, to, to provide a service to support the municipality. So if you niggas are so um, uh, godlike, oh, the god, oh, everybody you see, every time you see the sister, she's a goddess. Goddess, goddess, the god, think of the god. You heard? Why you niggas ain't got no ratchets? Why you ain't got no buildings with fences around them shit? You heard? You know what I mean? And you ready to use a service revolver in support of you? I want to sell, I want to import and export art prints, DVDs. I want to open up a store that sells sneakers to these little niggas that want to spend $1,500 worth of sneakers and all that shit. Give me the money. I wish I could sell hair, my nigga. I would stop lecturing if I could sell hair. Yo, one of my sons, one of my sons, Hassan, son, son, my son, Hassan, that nigga don't have to sell no drugs no more. That nigga, Hassani, did the Frank Lucas shit, nigga, and went to India and got cool with the Indian hair niggas, nigga. He sell hair off the scale. Got the whip. Got all that shit, you heard? But I'm not playing. So when you talking about having mm-hmm. kids and all of that, you will, you will make your kids hate you if they look in retrospect and see that you didn't step up like Prescott Bush and you was just chilling with these bum-ass niggas with all these cultural names that ain't even using a real name online. And don't buy nothing from you. Don't spend no money. Don't do nothing. Just sit up and just be sucking all this Google game, trying to be deep. Remixing all our shit, biting and all that, disrespecting the elders, you heard, backbiting each other, back, you know, these niggas is hoes, man. So my thing is this, we about to, once we deal with paper and we talk about counting money, the babies is going to love us when they get older, you heard? So I'm telling you, I'm running out of time where I can keep expressing these concepts in public. I'm just going to enact my shit and go someplace else because I'm not complaining no more. This book, this um, this Power to Word DVD that's coming out, and because um, I can't be keep doing blog talk shows, I'm not gonna be 45, my nigga. I'm 37. I will not be on no blog talk shows in my 40s and 50s, um, running back and forth to the post office and motherfuckers asking me, Rashid, where's my goddamn DVDs? I'm 50 years old. I got a thousand DVDs out. Fuck out of here. Ain't that much Kabbalah in the world. I'm finna use that shit in the in the physical world to merchandise clothing and art, posterity, iconography. I can draw. I start rapping out of nowhere. The shit I be saying is the shit that niggas wish they could say, but they scared what their friends gonna think about it. You heard? That's what I'm. That's what the babies is gonna eat off. I am a published BMI composer and writer. My catalog of shit is going to be worth something when my heart stops beating because I live the way I want it to. 
you know, I have a very interesting story, and all my friends are interesting, and I give life to everybody that deals with me intimately in some form or fashion. They have benefited from my existence. So with that, I'm, I, I, I am a cornerstone of this talk of Illuminati, you heard? And, and and if I'm not here to see myself as the cornerstone in that great pyramid, my dialogue will exist as the mortar between the bricks. <laughs> Hey, hey. Yes, and I'm feeling myself because I get high, my nigga. I get high. I get high. Let's do this, though, because we approach yeah. the 12 o'clock. 347-637-2135, family. 347-637-2135. Why you talking all that hot shit? Let's go ahead and play ah. AA track real quick. You know what I mean? Let the family know what you twerking with. And... And then go mm-hmm. ahead and get to some of these callers because the hands are up, you know what I mean, right. like a dice game stick up. So, you know. That's right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, choose a real quick selection. All right. There's nothing herbal about this. And we can't. see what we got here. Oh. I got verses done too, buddy. Okay. Word. Word. Them. Them out <laughs> shout out to my to, shout out to the super producers, Kepra. Kepra, you a legend. I'm about to body that zodiac. Um of course Michelangelo. You a genius from another dimension. Michelangelo is a, is officially an alien. That nigga is not human. He is the legend. He he makes beats out of sounds of planets. Who does that? And shout out yeah. to the legend, my man Anthem. Anthem on the track, sound barrier. Shout out to my yeah. homie Scans from Philly. Scans is a legend. Shout out to my homie Jamal from Molly Mumbles. They're the ones that did the legendary track for um, Batman Mafia. I got to redux that. You heard? I, I done learned some shit. You heard? Yeah, rent some heat, man. Right. Yeah, Brad, what you waiting on? I had to re I had to re uh redux, you know what I mean? The um my my call queue real my studio real quick. Give me a minute. Uh 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 Anthem uh, track. Uh, oh no, we don't do no uh, no acapulcos, uh, we not doing that. <laughs> uh the veggies the make you hesitate. Beef will make you live beef will make you levitate.
Come take a trip with me, lubricate a mystery. Tell them how it feel to be, mounted on a mystery. Scorpios and centipedes, circle round the sevens. Primes when we pound up, dear killer pain. Brooklyn burned the town up, Nets got the terminals. New generations of cookies that I murder you. Fat souls with burners too. Pat packs with gats that scream when you squeeze them. Damn niggas trifling, hating on my meaning, hating on a legend. Nigga cop a seven, ignorance is heaven. They dubbing you to death. Bootlegging for less. Tell them how the Africans took over the West. Taught them how to dress, cleaning up they mess. Gucci for less, Polo for less, Louis for less. Boosters was best. Charge it to the game, nigga, African Express. Streets is a mess. Well-dressed death. Wakes never fake. Snakes kill rats. Cats kill snakes. Church on no string. Crimes on gates. Murders on Marcy. Big homie Coney. Little nigga army. Death is a friend of me. Life is my enemy. Art is the recipe. Come take a trip with me. Lubricate a mystery. Tell them how it feel to be. Mounted on my mystery. Scorpios and centipedes. Death is a friend of me. Life is my enemy. Art is the recipe. Come take a trip with me. Lubricate a mystery. Tell them how it feel to be. Mounted on my mystery. Scorpios and centipedes. Three, five, sevens. Mounds all around us. Seen the shit coming. Oracles around us. Saying what I'm seeing. I'm changing up the scene. Validating queens. Let her know she mean. And she look clean. But guess what she said? Just the other day. If gossiping was Bati, all of y'all is gay. Games never play. Students of the master. Flow, flow. Creeping with a mistress, greedy with the kids. 
kisses, manipulate my scriptures, shoot me in a movie, box off a Sunni, she love the Goonies, born as a Sunni, manipulate a Christian, manifest a vision, broken glass everywhere, listen to my vision, listen to my message, coming to the hexes, shoes in the boxes, freezing the lockers, take your own wake, death really fake, guns solve problems, deadbeat revolvers, deadbeat fathers, Batman mamas, Batman mafia, Batman mafia, Batman mafia, Batman mafia, I, I say nigga spiritual the mafia, jumped on. Further ado, let me go to caller from the two one five six oh nine. Raku, I still got your line open, so if you want to put it on mute, if not, you can rock out. Caller from the two one five six oh nine. Peace. Peace, peace. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Peace, peace to the God. Uh, peace to the family. I just want to say um, good evening to everybody. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on the line with uh, A.A. Rashid. Really appreciate him what he's what he's bringing tonight. Um, yeah, I, I sound kind of kind of somber, yeah. but you know, I had a little sacrament myself, so you know, I'm just on it. But uh, I've been writing. I'm sorry, what you say? I said thank you for listening, Lord. What you've been writing? Whatever you write oh, is yours. I've been I've been writing all week, but it, it kind of I don't know. Like what you what you brought tonight kind of reaffirmed what I was writing. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, I like to share it if I can with the family. Indeed. Okay. Everything is spirit, and spirit is everything. It is, it is expressed numerically by the zero, materially by the mind, spiritually by chaos or nothingness, which is all housed inside of the great one. Therefore, what is called God, simply put, is the ten before the zero, the thought before the mind the order and the chaos. And moving on, something else came through. Um, the human bodies are divine vehicles designed to never die with brilliant minds that are most inclined to co-create alongside the most high. In line with every master who spoke, the wise of you all can do what I can do, just like the angels dancing to the beats of your heart that represents the child in you. I hope these words inspire you. And the next thing I got was, you can tell a king by his sufferings before he reaches the throne will define me by my struggles then. Be it conscious or unconscious, through my own foolishness or an act of my subconscious, being young and arrogant and feeling invincible, I've grown off my interests and stuck to my principles. And now my net worth is my net worth. This content is gross, not even close to my best work. An unedited diamond in the rough. No sedative. I'll take it how it comes. I set my mind to alpha mode and slow down my brain waves, but sped up my cognition. Only a few know what I'm getting at. My synapses sound like a drum track, a 4-4 measure. I think 20 bars at a time. It's music in my DNA. It's music in my DNA. I can see the light, and my heartbeat is tuned to the key of life. Cool cat, I can see at night. Took my third eye off of the back of the dollar. I can see a light. The skyline is what I see in flight. Galactic travels, galactic channels inspire me to write. Life's a book. Blame yourself if you can't read or write. Fear is all in your head, so don't believe the hype. And if you're still watching cable, use what God gave you. 
tuned into yourself is free of charge. Peace to the gods. 44 Gun Salute. I was, I was, I was tuned in this weekend, and I see that I wasn't, um, I was on the right channel based on you know what you what you brought tonight, which is affirmation for everything that I was I was receiving. So, thank you for no affirming that. You know what? To on some real shit, the wisdom of it is this: we really don't make up nothing new, man. And when we do speak, we just speak the elementals. We speak of what is in the atmosphere at large, and we speak what's the most important thing on the psychology of humanity. So people who go against the grain of what's going on outside of them can't speak what the, the whole truth. So if you're receiving what's going on and you're able to to express it, then that means we all are on the same page. There is such thing as uh, uh, psychologically there is a one-world order. We're all connected by the archetypes that are associated with emotions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. Some, like the, the way that you feel uh, empathy for people that you don't even know when you're in the hoods and then you're in our neighborhoods and you see candles lit out. And, and you see little young people with pictures and their names and that they had a short life or a long life where when you see other people venerate the dead, it it just makes you feel a, 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 a empathy that makes you remind yourself of your moment and, and what you do during your days that will make people venerate you the same way, you know? Because life ain't nothing but a, 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 a relay race to death, no how. You heard? A lot of people just walking real slow, and some people was running fast. You know what I'm saying? But he was born to die, and the mystery is in death. So when you write, you always write the truth. You heard? Absolutely. You write the truth. That's good, little brother. We appreciate that. Appreciate you, bro. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? I'm I'm in Philly. Yes, sir. What part? I'm I'm all over, man. But right now I'm in the Northeast. You know, laying low, playing slow. All right, there you go. There you go. Shout out to the whole Philly. Shout out to Wayne Ave. Shout out to the EA. Shout out to Black and Nobel. Shout out to the to them to the niggas that sh- stick up the weed spot in the daytime. <laughs> Ramadan, Ramadan, nigga. You heard? Son up, Ramadan, sticking up the track. <laughs> Shout out to my, shout out to my big homie, my big homies. When I go out there, you already know. When I go to Philly, I I be with the streets. I don't fuck with no punks from Philly, (laughs) soft niggas. Indeed, indeed. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Peace. So I highlight y'all. Peace. Peace. Shout out to the Philly family. Shout out to my brother Rue, Rue, to Rue, and and, 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 and RZA, and Al, you heard? The whole family, right up. Gee, let me go to caller from the 860-860-680. Call up, peace. How y'all doing tonight, guys? All is well. Peace, bro. Well, one question I do want to ask, because this is my actual first time listening to A. A. Rashid in a full episode, and my question to you, brother, um, is only in regards to the Kabbalah you're really knowledgeable of, 
Because I never read the Kabbalah, much as have no real brief knowledge of it. That's one of my first questions. Uh, well, I, you can ask all your questions, and we'll wrap it all up at once. Well, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to ask questions about the Kabbalah because I never looked into it. But one thing with the Kabbalah, is it like everything else that was like scarring us of us, the Kabbalah in particular? Well, what do you mean? Like, you know, like, it's like, I, like, you know, like how the Moors came up with the, um, the, like the algebra and all types of language and stuff. Right. But it's a, right. It's like it's a cabal, like the same thing, like same star language that we kept around, and somebody took up and then said, well, tried well, to. Well, this this is what I always stress people to uh, always uh, to learn how to learn, and when we learn how to learn, we learn that uh, there are trends that exist pre-existing to man's ability to coalesce them in words. For instance, I'll give you a philosophical model to understand what I mean, that the sea and the ocean existed before man got the ability to write down the word sea or moon or water. So does that mean that the sea existed only when man began to write about it? No. So things exist before people even have the ability to frame them in words. So what Kabbalah is is a word that defines an integrative system of coalescing all of the working things that your sensory perception can pick up and seeks to understand. Kabbalah is a systematic, two-dimensional framework that depends itself solely off of the number 32 in light of the fact that it deals with 10 numbers, which are objective truths. The subjective truths of how these objective truths exist in the universe are represented by sounds, and those sounds are the 22 letters. However, let me explain this to you. When I speak about the tree of life and about the Sephiroth and, 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 and the Hebrew alphabet, that really don't have a great deal to do with Kabbalah. Kabbalah has very and everything to do about the 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 catchphrase of what Kabbalah undertakes is the dialogue had by orthodoxy in the full Judaic diaspora, from people who are Jews from Africa to Jerusalem to wherever they were at in their Judaic experience. It's the mystical interpretation of orthodoxy religion. Because Judaism is older than Islam and older than Christianity, they both are offshoots of the Judaic uh, wave, the wave that started out of Sudan, the wave that started out of Ethiopia, of acknowledging stellar configuration with behavior and commission models for maintaining uh, bloodline. So you see things in the Bible that specifically speak to what to do to maintain not so much bloodline, but even more so, yes, bloodline, but even more so infrastructural mandates of biology, certain modalities of eating, when to eat, certain holidays. All of that stuff comes from the Commission model and their traditions for maintaining the gifts that the people had. If you have a parent 
or a, a person in your family that has uh, the ability to have dreams and um, pick out numbers in the dream and hit the number, or people who can see into the future. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 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 those are things that can be passed on to your children. I'm I know for a fact that I've never I don't I don't remember me and my daughter having a conversation with her cognizant of what I'm speaking about about the dog star. But when I was with her last, she had one of them new etcher sketches. You know the etcher sketches from movies kids. She sat yeah, there and yeah. drew a constellation and told me it's called this dog concolation. And I said, what is a dog concolation? And she says, a dog concolation, Daddy, is when the earth get dark and you see the stars, and this is the dog concolation. So I never told her in no, maybe I whispered it into, I don't want to be mystical and spooky, my nigga. I'm just saying that behavior and inclinations to have certain types of uh, wavelengths or grasp or be able to, what does Kabbalah mean, receive, can be passed on from parent to child. You understand? I have, I, both of my parents are visual artists. My father has uh, dual masters in museum studies and in um, what you call it, in uh, fine arts. And he's an established artist with, with work all over the world. He's a beast with it, right? That mm-hmm. makes me have an inclination for, for artistry. You know what I'm saying? People always ask why, why, why. I don't play an instrument, but I, I have very good ears for music. They used to play music around me. You know what I mean? You heard? Yeah. He taught yeah, me how to make screens. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we we you pass on your stuff to your children. Through, through, through the laws that you maintain, and if you maintain positive spiritual and emotional connections with them, they can get some of your better habits. Yeah, but if you don't have none, they'll pick up the habits with the other kids who don't who have poor habits. When I was growing up, my first street family, we used to sit every single day. This was the ritual: old English and Dipsy Doodle corn chips. We ain't know what the fuck we was doing then, but now I understand what happens when you inundate yourself with salt and you intoxicate yourself. This is why I was always trying to figure out why people drink tequila and shit with salt and lime. And I was like, they playing with electricity and altering their mind state. So we used to be out there just mad, open and receptive to stuff because your behaviors make you open to certain frequencies. So the, mu- the music at the time, the most dominant music at the time, when I really lost my mind was music that was coming from the West Coast because if anybody that's a beat producer knows that if you produce beats on the West Coast, you plug your instrumentation in on the West Coast, and then you take it to another geographical grid where the energy fields are different, where the shit uh, just changes differently, you're not going to get the same base, you heard? As, as, as a music producer, as a music producer, you heard? That they cannot, that's why you think niggas got to fly. I, I have a grade A artist that um, that, that I consult with, uh, 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 and every time he records bangers, he got to come out here to record them, you heard? It's the, the magnetic field, it, it has a different base out here. So when you hear West Coast music, 
it, they ain't got no choice to but to be bassy. When you see West Coast people dance, it look like everybody is walking. It looked like the the, the 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 dance slowed up from the, the little African boys that did the um Beyonce video. Uh-huh. Who run the world, girls? Who run the oh. world? So they doing moves based off of the fact that their geographic grid allows them to have access to certain wavelengths. So I hope I answered your question and inundated you with more information to make your quest for knowledge even deeper, young man. Uh, yeah, that, that that makes a lot of sense. And even one thing that I find interesting when you talk about tonight is regardless of some parents come out say they want some of the children to be uh, Ivy League or, like, you know, high scholar um, children, but then again, they're not really reflect that in their daily lives at times to manifest that reality. I mean, little yeah. things. Man. If you if you like, let's say, a regular hood person, and you do hood shit, if that's what we want to call it, and you try to tell your son, your daughter, say, you know, you're going to be a doctor or be a Harvard or something, and you're not even manifesting just the little things to try implement some type of positive vibration to get that child to come in. It ain't gonna happen nine times out of ten. You might get one few of them might do it, but as a whole click, that's like a reality. Right. It don't work like that. That that's right. one fact like that. Oh, before I sign off, um, Blue Pill, you there? Peace. Yeah, I, I kind of um, get thanks that I bought the um, gold um, thing from you um, that 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 Sunday. So I haven't used it yet, but um, I'm just saying giving thanks that because usually I, the reason why I didn't want to buy it, but after we, we talking about the pilot in regards to lucid dreams, that that's the only reason why I bought it because sometimes I notice I don't really dream much. We're uh, pretty much off oh, yeah. there, so at times, so at times so you know, have, I really you tried to, to get immersed in that dream realm again. So prepare yourself, drink lots know, of water before you. And uh, get you some you pussy know. too. Don't be letting these niggas just uh, you know concoctious like get you some pussy. That <laughs> 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 make the dreams come, boy. <laughs> yeah, you hear me, Bob McCartney. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Next you're right. Yes. We're going to take more college, Bridget. But thanks for calling, little bro. I hope I answered your question, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, sir. Um, I'll try to find ways to keep in touch with you if possible. Thank you, guys. Uh, all right, Lord. All right. Indeed. What you told that man to drink? What you said? What you told him to drink? Some panani juice. Bomba car. Go to the Chinese food restaurant. Next time you go to Chinese food restaurant and be like, uh, where's the panani on the menu? <laughs> and watch they be like, Panani? We don't have that here. <laughs> they go for the sugar phone. If they Chinese Jamaicans, they gonna know what it is. King, ching, king, you know, big gong, big gong, Chinese Jamaican, bomba cloud. <laughs> now look, look at how Kanye, look at the game. Look how Kanye, I be telling producers, stop using the sound that come out your machine. Those sounds are bullshit. Those come with the, the radio. You're not going to get on with the sounds that come out the machine, sample sounds. Now Kanye is reinvigorating the sound of that inaugurated hip hop through using the same ampage as how they output reggae music. The same music that got us 
um, the Kundalini popping and made us, you know, sing music that single handedly can make you masculine, my nigga. You heard and raise right. you out of puberty. That's that's what party. I told that's what I told someone earlier. I said I respect the fact that I told your brother, matter of fact, that I'm like Kanye incorporated that raw male masculinity reggae dance hall that we grew up on. You feel me? That everything got put out in the open, like, you know what I'm saying? If you couldn't hang with that, then you couldn't be part of that in the world. For real. And, and, and you know, the, the, the things, the conditions under which that world will produce you into who you need to be to survive, to become king in the streets of New York, that's that whole system. Reggae is a big spiritual system, man. Reggae is spiritual. When gangster rappers, gangster rappers don't do this. This is why I like Snoop. Snoop got game and he listened. Somebody around him is smart. They say you can't keep being a pimp and a and a and a, and a uh, you you hate holes and you smoke weed forever. Yeah, you gotta uplift yeah. yourself. So the natural progression for for reggae artists is to go and talk about culture. First they come in mm-hmm. and they killing everything. They kill everybody. You heard? They just bust everybody, kill everybody, and then they dog, get culture. Yes. Yeah, then they get cultural, right. they grow their hair and out. Then they go cultural. Now, what happens yeah. to the hip hop artists? They don't go cultural, they go crazy. Like, corporate. niggas go crazy, or they just fade out. You heard? Or they just go corporate. Yeah. Some of them exactly. have been able to transition, yeah, like your ice cubes and LLs and what have you. You know, they're they're with Jay with Jay with Jay Z's doing with Samsung revolutionary in terms of how I think he monetized. I think he they had to pay him for that. So I think he monetized. You talking about a million free copies? So imagine this: how much is the retail for a a a a a release, a digital release? It's like one twenty nine, one forty nine per song. The whole thing. If you got fifteen, sixteen songs. You heard somebody, you know, that you can get a standard for fifteen to ten dollars of a new release. You heard? I just seen people, okay. you know, th- between that scale. Imagine if you could sell one million of those songs in advance. You heard? In the form of them licensing, hey, we're gonna buy a million songs from you, my nigga, and release them with each of these telephones. Right. So you sold you sold the album you sold the album, you monetized the album first to a different platform. And this is the thing that everybody this is where I know the industry needs a stroke of genius, especially the music industry. Somebody people will be like, You're crazy, Rashid, you don't got as much nearly as much money as the music industry to speak about the music industry. No. I know that the music industry wants to sell music and that record stores can't pay their rent and record stores are closing and have closed. You heard? Why? Because of the Internet. Now, the only way that you can make money now is if you have a movement where the people feel comfortable with participating in your lifestyle and your merchandising and going and pointing to the places that you feel is trendy and that's hot. You heard? So now him, as the personage that he is, he won because he acknowledges he's conscious. Jay is conscious. He's from York Seed. You heard through Jazzo and them. You heard? And he from Mossy. And Mossy Projects is notorious for the psychologies that come out of there. 
You heard? I've been around the worst of the worst of them. You heard? Now, he also has to bet that he made a song called It's Hard Knock Life, and he used a very old and very precious catalog using the little Orphan Andy thing. That was a huge psychological imprint in Western culture. In particular, it speaks about the first immigrant to come to this country. The first person that came on Ellis Island, <clears throat> name was Annie Moore. You heard? Little Orphan Annie is speaking about a little rich girl who was from another place who lives here and who has all these servants and stuff and Punjab. You remember that. You heard how father's rich. It's a narrative that speaks about the American experience. So here it is, Marcy Projects, Quarter Waters. At the Hard Knock Life, then Oprah's Couch. He broached into psychology. So I'm telling people, if you really want success for, with music, play the game, but play the game of art and reference. You will never be an, a true great artist until you can translate another reference from another period into the modern one that you operate in. Ask Basquiat what his favorite painting was ever, and it was Eroica from Picasso. And Eroica from Picasso is, is alleged to be some of, one of the most great, greatest paintings ever. Now, if you have reference and you do study, you understand that Picasso was a part of a French Renaissance that dealt with only African art. They were remixing African art on two dimensions with paint. You heard? And and, and, and their, oh. their, their new Renaissance came off of Picasso saying openly that the African uses his art for warfare. All of their art looks as though that it can be utilized as magic, as a tool of sorts. You understand? Huh. So, so you know, art and reference, music, all of this shit is ours. When you talk about Illuminati, man, that shit is so interesting. What people think is Illuminati, and you know, mm-hmm. it's this. Is this some Illuminati means a nigga with a good idea? You heard? What? <laughs> <laughs> so if you ain't got no good well. ideas, yeah. If you're not in yeah, the Illuminati, that means you don't have good ideas. That's interesting yeah. that you talk about that Picasso. You know what I mean? Um, I guess because Jay Z mentioned Picasso, now they write articles about this nigga. Trying to hit, you know, because now the new shit is to hit the culturally, you know, um, uh, the cultural knuckle draggers. When whenever Jay Z or one of these niggas bring up a Basquiat now or a Picasso, well, you know, you know how that go. Everybody in our circle, shout out to Tommy Buns, my man, Mega Max, and all of them, Aliens, all of them, um, Sun DeLorean. All the artists that's in the cut, all my my art, Carrie Lemie, all them artists that be listening and be, you know, inbox me online. Y'all already know we've been hip to the game. We've been telling people about uh uh uh, uh shit. You want to see the 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 the, the ultimate. But weeks before, um, the, the 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 Picasso thing, I put up a thing about Picasso. Like the other day, I wanted people to see what created his, because uh, he was one of the most famous communists also and was invigorated. He was around when he was having wars. 
A lot of his paintings come from when like 50 and 150,000 people was dying in one day, shit like that from that period. You know what I'm saying? So, and you want to see the documentary. The documentary is beautiful and it's called uh, Sex, Magic, and Death. You heard? And it's about Pablo Picasso. And it's, This nigga was 19, he was like 90 with a 19-year-old. You heard? He had mad baby mothers. Yeah, and he was the the most important thing to him was art. He's one of the dudes. He had a girl waiting in the room all night for him to come back. He in the studio, butt ass painting. Yeah, so passion makes you a legend. But you know they got you, you ever heard of Jackson Pollock? This is another artist whose technique was based off of pouring paint. And uh, and when he was alive, he, he could hardly sell paintings for how much they cost now. But now you, I mean, a, a Jackson Pollock is like fifty million, one hundred and fifty million, and the characteristic of it is that people who go hard with what they do, we're not even really doing that. Basquiat died with two, like two thousand pieces of artwork. Do you understand what it, t- it requires? You die at twenty-seven. They sold your piece for thirty something million at the Sotheby's. You create, you're dead, but you created a whole social revolution for um, you know young people, especially black people in particular, being able to express themselves on a grand scale and just being yourself. And you can create two thousand pieces of artwork. So I'd be like, man, we 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 ain't really got no work in. Niggas is running around with ten pictures. You heard that they did. Some old shit. <laughs> nah, you know what I mean. Get it, get it in with new mediums, new stuff. Get into the digital media world because people who's into media and into art and who want to manipulate your emotions are the people who want to run the world. So I want to manipulate your emotions through catharsis. I want to enlighten you in deeper parts of your mind. I don't want to be with the with the herd of niggas just throwing facts at you. You heard. Every the yeah, same. I'm telling right. you, these same fact niggas is gonna be telling you about the evils of soy ten years from now. They're gonna be telling yeah. you about the evils of this. They're gonna flip on each other. They're gonna be like, um, uh, niggas is gonna outlaw wheatgrass. They're gonna say wheatgrass is gonna kill you ten years from now. You heard niggas gonna be like everything that you think is fly now. These niggas gonna take away from you ten years from now, and it's gonna be the same rigmarole. But nobody is exploring statesmanship. What requires that high end culture and creating a caste system of the intelligentsia. The intelligentsia. We have pomp and circumstance. We have theater. We have playwrights. We have fashion shows. We have art museums. We have curators. You heard? And we have people who are willing to die and kill to defend our art. That's how you control the world. You have, you gotta, nigga, you gotta get Opus die. You gotta get on your Vatican shit. Make some shit that's autonomous and sovereign. You come over here, you die. You heard? That was some, yo, that, I didn't know that if you have a gun and somebody press you in Florida, you could shoot them and kill them. You heard? That first draw shit. I did not know. Yo, if I knew that shit, I would have moved to Florida when I was a kid and never got in trouble. No. I always wanted to shoot somebody, I was, son. I, was I wanted to shoot people all the time, my nigga. You hear me? Uh, all the time. I, and I was setting nigga up. Listen, man, this is this shit. This is not a game, man. You better get somebody in your family got a firearm, man. Because if exactly. somebody pull a stunt, all you got to do is fill out the paperwork. 
We deliver the municipality. I speak. Traveling. I have. Fuck that. Yeah. I know somebody travel. that can travel with that thing. Exactly. What I'm trying to tell you is traveling out of town for me has shown me that niggas in New York has been deprived of a reality that exists outside of New York, that niggas carry hammers like they carry book bags everywhere else. Like, it's, Son. I, 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 done seen, I done seen dudes with AKs laying around, and they like, nigga, you don't got an AK? And I'm like, yeah. nah, I can't. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not supposed to have an AK. They like, nigga, y'all don't you got AKs You know it's the funniest shit? You know it's the funniest shit? When I go to when I when I go to Philly, the hammers is everywhere, nigga. Working class people, goons, ladies, Muslims, Christians, white, and everybody got a hammer, and that's why it's the city of brotherly love. Not everybody got a hammer. Some of them niggas be fronting like they got hammers. Them niggas ain't got no hammers. Fuck out of here, bitch-ass niggas backing out on bitches, trying to back out on lying and shit. These niggas is butt. But, you know, if I wish a nigga would. You heard. You know already, boy. Crazy when we go to Philly. You done been to Philly with me. Them things be right there, nigga. Motherfucking rocket launchers, nigga. Fucking. But we've been cultured, you know what I mean, with this passive society to feel like, having a hammer is fucking, you know what I mean, non-productive or something wrong about that shit. And what I'm saying is this. I don't ever want to hear anybody ever come around and say that, you know, um, we don't make the bullets or we can't afford. No, nigga, go and buy the fucking bullets. I don't want to hear that's some That's some lame shit to me. Go and buy the bullets. Start a fucking fund and get the bullets if you need them. Start a fund to get them firearms and stop playing games. Stop, stop Yo, can I tell you something? Because Do you know how ill the white boys is right now? Do you know they got they 3D digital printers, nigga? They make, they, make it, they make it 3D. They make it 8Ks and SKs and AR-15s from 3D, from 3D printers, so stop it. I don't ever want to hit nobody with them lame asses. They, they making 3D bullets on your ass, so cut that out, okay? Get yeah. your hammers up. Stop playing, because everywhere outside of New York, Niggas are strapped up. It's all kind of military dudes inside the conscious community running around, you know what I mean, getting checks and shit to do lectures and whatnot. But none of these niggas have ever put anything on the table where they try to give a, a step-by-step, uh, um, you know, account on how to fucking arm yourself or even how to defend yourself or how to get them damn weapons. I, don't, I mean, and, 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 and this shit is crazy. Oh, I don't need no nigga to tell me that. I watch too much TV, and I know all the gangsters. I know where they get that thing. I know how to clean that thing. I know how to use that thing. You already know, son. Fuck that. But y'all, before they be trying to think that we into, you know, I'm against against violence that incurs harm upon innocent people. That's why. You heard? That's why. That's stupid. But we, yeah. but how the hell did we get to where we at right now? Breathing, all limbs working, no holes in your body. You, you understand what I'm trying to tell you? You have to protect yourself in life. Okay, yeah. let's not be naive. Okay, I'm walking around. I got stitches all over my body from shit that I went through as a youth. You feel what I'm saying? But oh, we yeah. knew that if somebody crossed us in the wrong way, 
when that dude put a buck sixty on my arm and whatnot, we went to go see him. You understand what I'm saying? It was because yeah. we, it, it was it was it, it was the love that we had for ourselves and our family that made that man breathe another day. And karma took care of him later on in life. You understand? Yeah. But we live in a world that I don't I don't that passive shit is a no go. It, it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. Don't it don't I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? If we're gonna be a community, if we're gonna be a, a, a nation, if we're gonna be a family, we're gonna have to we gotta cover all bases, okay? So we need defense. Oh yeah. And the, the wizards that we got, the wizards that we got, they need to be strapped up too to protect themselves, and they need to know yeah. that they man got their back as well. And Hell that's yeah. It. Warrior wizards. The wizards need to get right as well because they they cleaner than us. So no. I'm telling you. No. Yo, and you could go to Philly with your ID. Listen, you could go to Philly with your ID and get your practice up. You heard, son? For real. You could go to you could go to Enweezy. They got spots. I went to I went to get my practice up in the office building. They had a a range in the office building. That shit feel good. That's Popping AKs, that was so stressful leaving. And, and when we was in the A, when we was in the ATL, shout out to the Shaman. You know? Yeah, oh, that's my dude. Oh, the Shaman gun go. game is ridiculous, especially when you yeah. see them all, you see them with the shoddy. Of course. <laughs> that's my son. Of course. You know what I mean? The Shaman, you know. And he, I only he, speak he, about this because he put it up there. You heard? This ain't no shit. He ain't hiding. This nigga from Georgia. He ain't playing. He wants you to know that thing is on premises. (laughs) (laughs) He be in the house talking mad slick. Because he know he got them hammers. You motherfucker. (laughs) Yo. That's my son. He be in there talking. He's right next to the hammer. He dissed my house. This is my house. He started talking that type of shit. That's why I said. coming out from under the couch. This yeah. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Don't, don't lay down right, right there. there. Hold up. Don't yeah. sit right there. The thing right there. <laughs> my son. They got swords on the wall and all kind of shit. Yeah. Like, you might die. And I'm not mad. And, 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 he ain't, and he ain't an aggressive kind of, you know, he ain't running around flaunting or nothing or a front exactly. or pump faking. But you right. know that if anybody ever come in that crib acting crazy or anywhere yeah. in the vicinity, it's you know they're gonna get handled. They're going back we to Shambhala. Shambhala. They're going back. To, they're going to back to the Shambhala. They're gonna go yeah. try this shit all over. You know, yeah. go try again. Dust yourself off and try again. And yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Like, stop playing, family. We got to stop playing with this. And even to the point that if 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 you know, and I'm I'm all about. A security firm. I'm all about getting right and and taking this shit to where it needs to go. All the all the all of the brothers out there that's all you know. Um, I mean, cause come on, family. If, if a nigga could go and clean a toilet, you know what I mean. Like if a, if a nigga could go clean a toilet, like I was working Sandy cleanup, my nigga. I was in asbestos in rooms with asbestos. Like if I could do all of that shit, then I could go ahead and, and create my own security firm. Well, I'm strapped up, and I'm holding down the projects to make sure these low-life niggas ain't running around, you know what I mean, disrespecting the, the, the sisters, 
You know what I mean? The grandmothers and the grandparents and things like that selling, trying to sell Molly to your daughter and all of this crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like we we gotta we gotta reaffirm our positions in life. It's, it's simple shit. You know what I mean? And that, this is where respect comes from. Respect comes from power. And power, unfortunately, in the United States of America, c- 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 is at the end of a barrel as well. And it's in other places. Yeah. But you gotta trap the fuck up. Stop playing. All this paperwork that people doing will we'll draw me up. And, and you know what? What people be talking about, all this shit about guns, like people that want guns ain't worrying about the government having no bang out with the FBI. They talk about them sick bastards that these motherfucking people done spawned and ain't nurtured. Social junk. Exactly. I know some motherfuckers exactly. that's awful, man. I was in the joint with a nigga that, that nigga, I was in the joint with, I don't even want to talk about this nigga case, nigga, with the awfulest, worst motherfuckers in the world, nigga. In the world. Uh-huh. In the world. And what? And, 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 yeah. And, we talking and about they them. In line, and they get in line when they know that you got that thing on you. Even in the joint. They call it an AK. Oh, everybody respects and it, whoever. It'll open you up like a frog. It'll dissect a nigga like a thing. frog real but quick. This is the, the thing, though. This is the thing, though. You already know this. It don't matter what you do. As long as you demonstrate that you're willing to swing a knife, people don't care about nothing else about but just your application of fear. And back to fear. Fear fear is the geometry that keeps matter in form. If you didn't have fear, you you, you soft motherfuckers would be jumping off of roofs. So when somebody call you a name or start or start gossiping about you, start acting like a hoe. This is what fear do too This is how I know niggas be scared Fear make you see me And every time you see me you ride my dick And act like you my homeboy You heard you want to give a nigga hugs And all that shit But you be be low key No you be low key pillow talking to these hoes Like these bitches don't come back And tell motherfuckers what you talk about Nigga You know these niggas are disgusting But I keep niggas in game. I keep them there. So I know you a sinister hater and you a snake. So what do we do with snakes, Paulie? We make shoes out of them, right? And then we go to parties, don't we? The belts. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make a belt out you, nigga. You heard? So you, you already know what it is, man. And strength comes from fear, strength, and the ability to application of fear is justice, you heard? And it's a female principle. Females teach you how to fight because they teach you what to fight for, you heard? There's so many people that went down for fighting for feelings, fighting for people's honor, in particular women, you heard? Commerce and uh, peaceful living in a society is a female preoccupation. It's based off of food and comfort, you heard? Security. So in order to maintain those things, you have to have force. So the application of force is through soldiers, men. Yeah. So these are men who are nurtured in her plan. Yeah. So you go to Britain, the queen name is on everything. Yeah. You got a pill. You in jail? Your pill go to the Queen of England, not to know uh, the board. Yeah. That's your parole, the queen. Yeah. So that's some old psychology imported into the region via Africans. You know what I'm saying? And psychologically, it makes sense. 
because a woman can is the one who controls the regimen, and regimen means different things. They use it in war, and they also use it in food and the nutrition. You heard? So right. the new, the emotional nutrition needed to create warriors or people who, you know, are women. But just the other thing about, see, women, women are naturally warriors. You heard? This is why women have to be, be very careful about confrontational attitudes and confrontational psychology that they maintain, especially in particular women who posture themselves or choose to uh, overtly claim themselves to be single, you heard? Now, a woman who's saying that she's single, now, you would think that people were in that fake world, you know, Laverne and Shirley and shit, that, yeah, one of y'all single, you're happy. Single, happy. I'm happy and single. That shit is not real. No, nothing is single can be happy. It's really not real. Yeah, I got people listening right now talking about, oh, that's not what they taught me in school, and they mad because I'm saying it, but I'm saying it. You heard? You and your psychology must be supported by the person with you. You understand what I'm saying? So when you have a single uh, female mind, it, 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 it creates a dissonance. When the female psychology goes out into the open world where all of these masculine things are going on, and if she doesn't feel a connection to it, you heard? It creates a confrontational thinking, and then people be like, you can hear the the content of the conversations that are had with people, uh, females in particular who are single. They complain about the world, you heard about the injustices of the little menial stuff. You know, somebody might have skipped them in 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 the restaurant or something. Little stuff like that. It's the confrontational mind creates that. Yeah. So now when you have something to mirror you and somebody to affirm you or a culture that supports you, you know, your, your affirmation, your confrontational mind and female's ability to bring things into existence, her mind, once it gets on different things, if it gets on your plan or your, your when her mind gets on your plan that you detail, women will ask you questions. Men be thinking it's crazy. You just asked me that two times. No, they keep asking questions for details for the geometry that they finna do. They finna make the emotional field for you to fill in the spaces. You ever see them build a house? Nowadays, they build a house with wood. Yeah, wood is woman. Wood is ost in Hebrew, which means aset. So it represents the substance from which life comes from. So the first thing that they put in, even big skyscrapers, before they put the semen in, they put wood beaming in and pour the semen into it. You heard? So the wood is her emotions. You heard? The semen be your work. You heard? But what if our emotional state is not really resonating with your ideology? You heard? So I always tell people, man, you have to just openly accept that women and children equal um, a, a need to create finances and let that be your justification and the, the thing which saves you and protects you in the universe as you put work in to achieve that. You know, I don't care. I heard about I heard about the wise man who was a pauper, and at the end of the day, the wise man who was a pauper is not better than the evil man who is rich. The evil man, through application of his will 
has achieved the sentiment of his desires. Where the man of wisdom who abhors physical things, he does not coalesce or is not benefited by the physical world. Stop thinking. Black people need to get over that shit. That's a vestige of slavery and from Christianity that you have to have or incorporate into your, even if you ain't got money, stop acting like you ain't got money. Stop getting around shit and stop commenting on, stop being a nigga. Like, niggas get around this shit and be like, ooh, you know, niggas will stop you in the street and be like, what stores you got on? They won't say, how you doing, brother? What's that book you reading? Nigga ask you what kind of, how much you pay for your sneakers because that's his emotional <laughs> connection with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, how much you right. pay for them, son? Son, you killing them. He won't acknowledge what's on your mind. I ask you your name or what are you into, brother? How can we, uh, you know, connect? on? And that's why I only respect uh, initiated minds and people that will go and put on the feds or go put their red hat on and go do a grand session and go sit with 50 and 60-year-old uh, niggas and, and, and that be cooking out in the back. Yeah, they, 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 got, they got a connection. The, the brothers in my lives, what? They got so much unity because their ideology is comfort. They all got jobs. They work at the bus. Like, they like the Black Ralph Cramden. You heard? They all bus jobs. They all retiring. So what do they do? They all put their money together and go to Giants games and do tailgate parties and make money off of uh, fraternity. And if somebody needs help, they all there. You heard? And when you go and when you die, they make sure you, you, you got your golden fleece and your hammer and a, and a ladder, you know, so you can get to heaven. And these are all psychological constructs. So while you're living and you attend a Masonic funeral, it makes you feel loyal to those people around you because you know how your people is going to send you out. You heard? Right. You're going to die a soldier. You feel me? Indeed. Yeah. Very, very interesting. We have five minutes left to tonight's epic conversation. I want to say thank you for what you have brought forth. As you said, you know, it, it was going to be timely. It was going to be on point. It was going to be timely. So a lot of things that you have shared this evening were right on time. On site. So. Yeah. Well, I've been developed along a course of experiences and been blessed to remember all my ways. I remember I showed you a, a doctrine that I created a long time ago, and you showed it to your father and your father. You remember your father used to have a study room with all the books in there, and he had a monocle he could look through and, and see the, the tiny words in that dictionary that had a million words in it and shit. million words, yeah. And he looked and was like, and gave us a critique at the time of our ideology. You heard? You remember? And this mm-hmm. is years ago. This is when we was knuckle dragging. We was already right. trying to develop and galvanize a system of unity. You know what I'm saying? Since NGP, we've been trying to put it together. This is all extension of consciousness. You know? MGP. Yeah. <laughs> or it is born. Where the, our experiences developed our psychology, we see each other get busy for each other. Yeah, yeah. I I seen that post where you um you talking about mace. Like I was yeah. really thinking about the gravity. Listen of of both of those dynamics. 
we've stood in a party next to Jay when them things came out and they was just masquerading people in that spot. And this dude yeah. was able to flip out on the cover. We turned around and brought him to Brooklyn to do his first show. For real. We were we were in the Hammerstein when Mace first got signed to Bad Boy, gave him his first bottle of Chris Bowers balling. We had access to the what you call we was bugging that night, sir. We had yeah. access to the goons because the strength behind Mace, like real, real crazy strength, it was a it was a whiz. God bless the dead from Lafayette Garden Projects named Red. You heard who was who was my man Rab, God bless the dead, um uh son's mother. You heard? So it was Red who also got us into Mary Party. You remember we was up there looking crazy with them good shoes on and them good clothes up at Mary's birthday party, shitting so on everyone. You know what I'm saying? With that larceny money and, and Red was the one who was like here and gave us the tickets and we went in. So it was a woman at the time that she was the big homie, you heard? So that that force to give men purpose, you heard? Give yes. them something to live for, you heard? Yeah, so, you know, that's, that's the role that we played in that social dynamic at that time, just to see you know, who these dudes went on to become and the influence that they were able to affect on a global population. It's just a real interesting story, and I'm thankful that we've been able to catch so many chapters of it, even in this audio form, because when the book come out, the audio book, and we start putting that thing into post-production and start making that flick, I put that vintage feel out on like the ghost of Dementio. 